Fifth Risk presents Popcorn, the podcast. going to be an interesting one all right what's good shit. this is no no shush <laughs> what's good everybody this is episode 23 of popcorn a fifth roost production my name's charith and i'm here with the doctor aka king kong ain't got shit on me it's it how are you mate <laughs> hey man how you going i was um i was hoping that you hadn't already burned uh, an aka for this particular episode uh the bone collector but that was like the first one that you used so unfortunately was, yeah i think that was episode two or one yeah so unfortunately um, i got king kong but i'll take it mate it's iconic this is it uh, is iconic we, we love denzel on popcorn man let's yeah. go yeah. um mm. our third chair sid is resided by our official unofficial un- very unofficial but potentially <laughs> mutinous third host of popcorn woods watchmaking aka I don't scratch my head unless it itches, and I don't dance unless I hear some music. Michael Woods. <laughs> yeah, you, sensational. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks for having me back, boys. It's great. Anytime. I'm looking forward to this one. I'm excited. Oh, mate, I reckon this one is... Look, we all love Denzel, don't we? Yeah. You love Denzel. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. We all love Denzel. He's great. It's, it's a Denzel episode. It's going to be fun. Yeah. How are you guys going? Are we good? Yeah, good. Yeah, good man. Just uh, usual, slightly short week for me, so that's good. Um, that doesn't happen very often. Yep, can't complain. I'm pumped about this episode, especially Any like anything fun stories, stories. like um, work stories. Yeah, anything mm, stories. Oh. I'm going. I'm going away. I'm going on a road trip to South Australia next week. That's gonna be good. Okay, it's gonna be fun. Nice. Oh, what are you doing I'm, for work? No, a... just for a holiday, taking the family, oh, nice. going, yeah, oh, doing nice. some um, wine tasting. I'm, um, I'm actually off movies now for like a couple of weeks after this. I'm just like, all right, I'm going to get back into reading books again for, for for like two weeks while we're on the road trip and everything. And then when I get back, I'll be getting back into movies. You say that, <laughs> and until I message you going, Tom Hanks, let's go, Tom Hanks. <laughs> You're like, all right, Tom Hanks. <laughs> I'm well, watching Road is, to Perdition today. <laughs> Road to Perdition, man. I could watch it any day. Yeah, you could. So you could have me there. You could. You could start with a crossover movie. You could do. Not. I don't want to burn any movies. We're going to do Philadelphia. Yep. And then. And then start your Tom Hanks run. <laughs> yeah. Good. You could. <laughs> All right. Hey, Michael. Before we get into yeah. our drink check, wrist check. Yeah. This is. It's a bit of a controversial. It's a. There's a little bit of controversy behind you being. On popcorn tonight, yeah. Like I feel, I feel like there are certain members of the fifth fifth risk community that are either upset, but probably just very jealous that you're on popcorn probably. tonight. Yeah, yeah. My um, my good friend, my BFF Alex, has been messaging me and posting stuff about yeah. Like he he messaged the other day and said, um, could have been yesterday, and said, what are you doing Tuesday night? I was like, oh, I'm actually on popcorn with, um, yeah, because he was up for an episode of Two and a Half Watchmakers. I'm like, I'm actually yeah. on popcorn again. 
and he's he was he was a bit like, ah, oh, man, you don't even like watches anymore. You just you just, you just like reviewing movies now. <laughs> I'm like, man, it's like it's like that girlfriend. You know, you have that girlfriend where it's like, you you know that they're they're the one for you, and you're going to be with them forever, and you love them. But sometimes you just want to hang out with the boys, you know, and let loose. <laughs> I spoke to him on the phone today and he was like he was like, This is bullshit. Michael Michael doesn't know. Michael doesn't know who who brought him in here. Um and then like actually after um we did that episode with Rob, uh he was hey, is there something there's a noise, there's something kind of ticking. Oh, sorry, that's my dog. Oh, okay. That's he's, right. he's asleep and he's kicking in his sleep. Okay. Just give me a second. Just give me a second. <laughs> Don't don't kick your dog out. It's okay. No, no. Don't I was just going to wake him up. He's running in his sleep. Oh, that's so oh, mean. God. He's he's just running in his sleep. And he's just like yeah, going for it. So yeah. Oh, oh, poor guy. But yeah, no. Well, this is yeah. <laughs> now this is less important. But he was like, I was like, oh, you know, that episode with Rob, where the three of us were, well, the, there was the three of us. He was like, oh, it was like all my children just talking to each other, and he wasn't there. It was a bit sad. <laughs> no, nah, we look. We still love him. He's he is the oh, uh, yeah. he's the man. And I'm like, I, I said to him, man, like I still I still can go back and listen to any two and a half Watchmakers episodes and just yep, just love it. Um, so I'm still I'm still loyal to the the two and a half Watchmakers group. But yeah, man, you I like movies now. too. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I think I'm fired now. Did you see the Did you see the last story? We're we're all yeah, on the same it. team, guys. We're all on the same team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll exactly. we're all under his control. Like at the end of the day, he can he can shut this down. He can break the internet. He can do whatever he, can, he wants. He can do whatever he wants with us. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Where is where is bitches? <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note. Uh, we'll start with you, Michael. Your drink check, wrist check. Let's go. <sighs> okay. Tonight I'm drinking uh, a cab sav, Wiley Rooster cab sav. Started it with dinner, and um, it should be finished soon. Um, Where's that from? That is from I don't know. Well, it's from the wine rack actually. <laughs> I got it, I honestly got it out of the wine rack like 40 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, no, couldn't tell you. I'm not going to bore the <laughs> listeners with me trying to read a, a label in the dark. Oh, you're in the dark again. Okay. Why much. are you in the dark? What? I just, I just don't want to. It's like going to the movies. You do, you don't want to watch a movie with like the lights blaring and stuff. I just, I like doing a podcast where the the mood is like nice and dark and like there's a light on in the kitchen over there in the background and oh. it's all good. But yeah, reading is a bit more difficult. Um, yeah, wrist check, wrist check. I've got the. Rolex 16570, the Polar Explorer 2 on my wrist. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, man. I still I, I got this for a good price a few years ago. Well, it was just the, the, the price a few years ago. And it's, yeah. they're just, they're just, yeah, like most yeah. of the other models, they're going up. But this one's still one of the um, better value in, in the fact that it's hasn't reached like the 20 mark yet. Yeah, it's like it's in the lower teens and it's um yeah it's still great value you reckon you reckon it's going to start skyrocketing when they inevitably release the 50th anniversary which is what everyone 
assumes they will do. Yeah, I think that will help it, but I think it's going to keep going up anyway. When people actually put this on their wrist, they realize compared to the GMT, the 16710 from that same era, because this is now mm. vintage, when they put this on, it's lower on the wrist. It's slightly mm. lower and yeah, it fits beautifully. So, yeah. Beautiful. That's me. Sid? Uh, I'm drinking a uh, Starwood Old Fashioned on ice. Ooh, and I, nice. And I have, uh, I have my Nomos Orion uh, Grey Dial Limited Edition. Nice. Which uh, today was a clinic day, so I wore this to the clinic today. It's such a good watch. Yeah. Um, hand wound, 38, Grey Dial, can't go wrong. I think I've serviced one of those before, actually. So it's a limited edition dial, is it? Or maybe I serviced yeah. a blue limited edition dial. The the grey one is the um, release for the 25th anniversary of the fall of the Berlin Wall. Um, so it came out in 2014, I think. Okay. That sounds about right. Because, um, yeah, 1989, 2014. So, uh, yeah, and so they did a grey dial because it's uh, the wall was grey. Yeah, okay. Mm. That's cool. It's quite neat. It's just awesome. It's just a lovely watch. Really, really slim. Yeah, they are. I, lo- I like the sizes of the um, some of the Nomos. Mm. Yep. Beautiful. And I've got uh, a Negroni classic. Ooh. I think, Sid, you've really kind of... That Christmas Day, the Christmas Negroni episode, I've just... Uh, the, I've just... <laughs> of just you, the day of 20 Negronis, yeah. Yeah, the day of 20 <laughs> Negronis. Since then, I've just been drinking a lot more Negronis than I have. Um, <laughs> you know, cliche as that is, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> drinking a lot more. Uh, Negronis. So I've got a Negroni and I am wearing my uh, official, unofficial watch of popcorn, which is the Tudor North flag. Uh, yeah, yeah, nice. nice. Um, Mike, if you want to officially be in the club, get an North flag. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the thing is, when it came out, I was actually really, I remember thinking I'm going to, yeah, this is one I could get. And I think, what year was that that came out? It must have been the same as one of the Black 2015, Bones. I think. Right. Yeah, it was 2015. Yeah. Yep. Maybe it was the Ranger, similar to the Ranger. Yeah, 2015. So 2015, is I got the Ranger given to me by Rolex a few days before my son was born. So that's oh, nice. that. I got that's the Ranger cool. instead. Yeah. Yep. So um. But yeah, I do remember thinking the North flag looked like a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. Cool. Good drinks. Yeah, the Negroni. Man, you can. Oh. I, I stopped making Negronis a while ago, only because I ran out of the ingredients. But if I had them there, I'd be, yeah, smashing them. Well, I've just finished the gin and I've got yep. everything else. So yep. it's, it's. So you're just going to drink yeah. Campari and Vermouth for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Which is my least favorite part of the Negroni. The <laughs> it's funny. It's do like do... two thirds of the Negroni is like I hate, and then one third I really like. But I, together, they're fine. <laughs> Do you do the um, the orange, the slice of orange in it at all? I do if yeah. I have orange. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I just no, stopped I de- doing that. I definitely that. do. I just stopped doing it. it I, I just felt it didn't make any difference to the taste of the drink, so I just started just pouring in the um, the uh, the ingredients and not worrying about the orange. Bit I think ice. that's what Sid Sid got me into, like the appreciation for the orange. Yep. Like uh, over Christmas, right? I, I I after that, I don't have it without the orange. Really? It's, uh, it's so much yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I think it makes a difference. And yeah, especially if you don't like the Campari and Vermouth, the yeah. orange like makes it palatable yeah. for people that don't like Particularly that. Particularly on yeah, okay. the like 
if you if you really work the rim, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you kind of you kind of work your way around the rim, and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually being serious. I'm not being yeah, wrong. yeah, no, but it just sounded so <laughs> wrong. You know what you said. Just you know work your way said. around the rim. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, I had a lot. I had a lot of Negronis on the weekend. I had a big yeah. weekend. Yeah, and then we had a lot that weekend that I came down as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you, you guys might have seen it on my social media. Something that that happened over the weekend when I was having a lot of drinks is I met this guy named Shi Wan. Yes. Did you see this? So I did see this. I went to a on the weekend. I went to a party or a, like kind of a corporate drinks day at the wineries with uh, Glenn's um, business. And so Synchronous, who was a earlier guest of Popcorn. And most most people will know, and we've made kind of fun of it over time, is that Glenn um, used one of his interns to do all the research for the pop for the episode. That's right. And I met the intern. Oh, he came okay. up to me and I was just completely half blot. And he comes up to me, he's like, hi, how are you? I did the research for your podcast. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I did, the, and so he did it. But then get 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 this. So the research he did was to look for um, lawyers or you know actors that actors or actresses that played lawyers and the watches they wore. So he was going through the internet looking for all this, oh, which in, is a really specific search. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and that's why he was working till two a.m. And <laughs> I don't think I'm like. I'm not sure how much he got paid for that, um, but anyway, <laughs> he um, he said this is the best thing. After that, he got really into it, and he's now into watches. And he bought his first Oris recently. Awesome! How good is that? That is fantastic. Awesome! Yeah. He's like, yeah, like he's like that day, you know. And and if you see, if you ever go to Glenn's office, there's a lot of cool watches flying around in there. But he was never interested interested in watches before then. Yeah. And then after that, he's like. Oh wow! I really want to get into this, and he yep. bought an Oris. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's so good. That's great cool. to hear. I feel so, that if you if popcorn, you introduced doing good things, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel that if you introduce most people to like watches and let them do research on mechanical watches, I think most people would like yeah. fall into them and just yep start start getting right into them. I think it's just um, just the people you know they don't they don't take the time to look at them generally so it's so good yeah um so that's, that's my good. that's my story for the week that's cool done. it's a good one you guys got nothing very no. very popcorn relevant great work oh what about what about your prison mate sid oh actually i do have a fun story yeah you're right <laughs> yeah. um prison mate this this is starting off well yeah i was opening the door for you <laughs> like for this at the start, no i totally <laughs> forgotten i totally forgotten about that so um i was working uh over the weekend last weekend or maybe it was sometime at the end of last week. And um, I had to go and see a patient at the hospital I work at. We often have um, patients from the prison um, and because there's a, there's a prison nearby and we're the biggest facility that helps them. Now, this chap was in for whatever reason and I had to do an IV line for him. So I went in there and, and he seemed like a reasonably nice chap and we were just having a, having a talk. And I'm doing his IV line and he looks over and he goes... Oh man, is that uh, is that the black bay? I was like, what? I said, I said, oh, is that a black bay? I said, oh no, that's that's like the north flag. I had my north flag on. 
uh, he's like, man, it's beautiful. It's like such a nice watch. You know, I've got this watch and this watch and a couple of date justs and all this stuff. And I'm looking at this guy being like, I don't know what he did. Um, and I never, and I never ask as a rule. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he did, but I was like, I don't, I don't think it was a white collar crime, but he's obviously got this amazing collection that I want to somehow see at some so point. He, so he didn't look like he was like in there for tax fraud. No, I'm not to okay. cast dispersions. Um, but um, he did not look like he was in there for tax fraud. But he just looked at my watch and he, he started, we started talking about it and had this, I had this conversation about this Tudor North flag that I had with a patient of mine who was a prisoner, which is not something that I'd ever thought I'd say in a sentence before. Um, and he was like, you genuinely, you could tell he was genuinely into it. And he asked about, you know, when it came out and that he obviously knew what a black bay was. Uh, and I, unfortunately he, well, fortunately for him, but unfortunately for me, he, um, he was discharged and he was well enough to go home, but uh, I was going to wear my black bay the next day and show him. Um, just because, and that's, I've never had that conversation with any patient since being a doctor, like for five years. So I just thought it was really interesting that he was the one that I ended up having that with. Well, yeah. So if anyone that's... else in, in Rockhampton wants to join Sid and prison mate in the new watch community <laughs> over there. <laughs> so he's incarcerated now, is he? Uh, yes. Yeah. Is he, is he like, is he able to watch, listen to popcorn or are they not allowed to listen to podcasts? <laughs> I don't. I should have asked him. I feel so dumb not that asking him that. That would have been good, wouldn't it? It would have been good to I, do a shout out. He would have loved it if he could. I really, he, he knows. This is a shout out. He knows yeah. who he is. Yeah, he knows who yeah. he is. The watch um, lover in prison. Yep. If if anyone yeah happens to listen, shout out to that guy. Yep. Um, anyway, yes, that was my interesting watch story. My just my really interesting watch encounter. That's cool. cool. That's good. Yeah, I've, I've got nothing that I can think of. If, later on, if I think of something, I'll uh, I'll bring it up. But yeah, that's all right. Nothing at the moment. That's okay, yeah. Michael. Well, yeah. what we do have though this week is we've got a listener question. So our listener question is from at Radio Lock. So just to give you an idea, this guy is like essentially like the biggest movie geek like friend that I have. Like he's ah. like, he's a he's my kind of. The dictionary for movies, right? Like he knows everything. He's a guy named Pete. Um, but anyway, he, I went to school with him and uh, his question was, if you could reinvigorate someone who is a bit out of the scene, who is out of mm-hmm. scene. Oh God, the question was, yeah, you're right. The question was, if you could reinvigorate someone's career who's currently out of the scene, whom would yeah. it be? Yeah. And he said, for me, it would definitely be Bruce Willis. So... I'm assuming because Bruce Willis is still making movies and he's making actually yeah. a lot of movies at the moment, but obviously yeah. he's kind of like dialing them in a bit. He he hasn't yeah. really he's dialing in a lot actually. Um, and if you notice, if you look at like the movies he's got upcoming, they're all like generic action movie name like Massive Impact or Strike. Yeah. <laughs> you know, inherently or something like that. So um, yeah. yeah. So I mean, Bruce Willis like, is still. What do you think? Well, I think I well, I think yeah, he he wasn't as big as he used to be. He used to be like, like the like sort of, sort of the number one, almost one of the top action stars back in the day. But like, I saw Motherless Brooklyn. I thought he was good in that. I saw Glass. Yeah. Um, he wasn't I good think in he that. was. Wasn't he good in Glass? 
He he dialed it in, man. He didn't even care. Did he? I don't rec- I don't recall. I remember I saw it, but yeah, maybe that's why I don't really recall him in it. Sure. So yeah, um, Motherless Brooklyn was good. I thought that was he was all right. That was a that. good movie. Yeah, yeah. I could I, I could imagine that Ed Norton. I could imagine you couldn't really like not try with Ed Norton as your director because yeah. Ed Norton would be like. Hey, like he'd be like, fuck it, I'll do it myself. Like he'll yeah. just like put himself <laughs> yeah. in every role. Yeah, exactly. Ed Norton is crazy. He's he's insane. Yeah. What a what a great actor and yeah. Um, so, what, so so what, what do you guys like, got? Well, we'll yeah. start with you, Sid. What are you what are you thinking for this one? Like, I can't think of a uh, an actor that I sort of saw their name in a movie and I went, I absolutely have to see that. It's not really something that I ever did. But if you don't count um the latest quentin tarantino movie i think brad pitt hasn't been in a lot of stuff between the last movie he was in and that or not a lot that was you know blockbustery and and um coming out in the movies that everyone had to go and see so i wouldn't mind seeing a bit more brad pitt well he just won an oscar yeah, he just went, and he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Ad Astra. No, that's what I mean. Just, that's what I mean. He just had like the... And he was in like the big short. He's been in a few pretty good movies yeah. over the last like five years. You just want to see more of him. I just want to see more of him. You just want to him. see lots of Brad Pitt. <laughs> and Ad Astra was like a pretty like... Okay. Yeah, Ad Astra right, was good. It. I like that. I actually haven't seen Ad Astra. Brad, yeah, Brad Pitt's I, been I, doing like one good movie every year though. <laughs> so, like, in fact... It's been pretty good. In fact, he's probably one of the most... He's probably one of the guys with the most work in the last five years. (laughs) All right, Sid, we'll move to the next one. This has gone very badly. I stand. Um, I stand by my pick. (laughs) So I had. I had. um, So I had. I had two. One is a guy by the name of Jack Gleason. So Jack Gleason played Joffrey in Game of Thrones, and I don't know if you guys remembered. And he was he was he was like a kid in Batman Begins, and he's been in a few bits and pieces. But I don't know if you remember in the height of like Joffrey in Game of Thrones, and I forget what season it was. I wasn't a huge Game of Thrones person, um, but Joffrey was just like he was in every meme. He's just an epic. He was a huge character, so hated, um, and he just had a huge impact on you know the daily zeitgeist. So, and then I, I don't know. I just haven't seen him. I, I'd love him to play some kind of creepy psychopath i'd love him to be typecast in something or um or even play some kind of disturbed you know there's so many like disturbed thriller serial killer type tv shows that he could just be awesome in um so i just i just think that i was just really surprised that he just hasn't been picked up and yeah. maybe because joffrey was such a huge character and the other person I maybe because was, everyone hated him yeah 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 like, but when I That's think of him, thing, I just right? think, oh man, yeah, yeah, true. He could be really good as a as a as a villain mm. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And then and then the other one I had was Hilary Swank. Um, you know, she's like, she kind of doesn't do as many. She's like the Daniel Day Lewis of uh, of like the from from a, as an actress, I guess. Um, doesn't do as many movies, um, but whenever she's in a movie, she's excellent. You know, obviously has won two Academy Awards. Um, and just hasn't really done much since. She she was in a cameo in Logan Lucky. She's been in bits and pieces, but she hasn't been with any serious filmmakers in a while. Um, so I just like her to be in, I don't know, the next Ang Lee movie or something like that. I actually asked this question to Kath and her answer was Gina Davis. She, and she didn't even like think about it. She was just like Gina Davis. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, that's quick. Yeah, yeah so, so uh, I can't what believe you compared Michael? Hilary Swank to Daniel Day-Lewis. 
Like, no, no, I'm not. If, I'm not comparing them as no, talent, no, okay. But I, I mean, just, like, they've had like yeah. like-minded careers in the sense that they um, they don't do a lot of movies, but when they do a movie, they kind of fully immerse themselves. Yeah. And you know, you think about it, Hilary Swank. You know, what is she? She didn't do that much between. Boys Don't Cry and Million Dollar Baby, but she, you know, she if she gets nominated, she generally wins. So um, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Yeah, I just I um I don't like watching her. Whenever I see one of her movies, I know she's good, but then I'm like, oh, I'll never watch that movie again. I just I just don't I don't I don't like rewatching her movies somehow. Yeah, fair enough. There's something that's about right. her that I just don't. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. your choice. So. It is my um, choice, Michael. Thank you. Yep. I could. I, can I do two as well? Mate, you can. Yeah, you, you can, can make do, up for my you shit can one. Do between one to two. <laughs> Actually, Sid, don't I've got say don't say Leo. That. Don't no, say no. Leo. Please say Leo. Please say Leo. <laughs> Sid, that was a good choice because I want I want Brad Pitt to be pumped up to be doing more movies. So I got nothing against that one. <laughs> How many movies can the guy make? I just want him to make more and more with DiCaprio. Just, just those two, just doing different shit every year. That'd be great. Um, all right, so I've got, I've got two. I, I've actually got four, but I'm not going to mention them. <laughs> what? Yeah, I've got four, I but I'm not going to mention. We don't want a four-hour podcast, Michael. I was going to mention Kevin to Spacey as a joke, but um, no. Everyone's so, waiting for that. And there's no laughs. That's just yeah. Um, I would say Russell Crowe, someone that. He went through a stage of just every year, just bringing out massive movies that were just he was he was the actor for for a number of years, like he was yeah absolutely you know, and it's been it's been quite a while until he since he did something really good. I just like mm. him to come out and just like I think we talked about it the other day. Maybe American Gangster could have been the last really good one. Great, he actually did performance. I, th- yeah. I was thinking was about amazing. it. I think the nice guys was probably. I don't know if you've seen that. That was probably. Yeah, the last yeah, he was great in that. Really That's right. Fun one. He was really good. Yeah, was that 2015 or something? Or yeah, 2016. Because Gangster was 07. Yeah. Because um, then he did. He did. He had a bit of a bad run with Robin Hood and that Noah. That Noah's Ark movie. Oh yeah, that that mm-hmm. didn't go very well and for they him. They kind of no, fell didn't. flat, and they were big. They were big budget movies. They were going to be um, epics, but they just didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he was in because remember he was in the Mummy that that yep. Tom Cruise one, and he was actually. Oh, I don't really remember even that. I never saw the Tom Cruise Mummy. No, well, I was, don't remember was, Russell Crowe in that. He was Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Really? And oh, and they they had this whole plan for him to kind of play you know Jekyll and Hyde in the in the future, but obviously that fell flat. And he's been in. Um, have you seen his latest movie, Un- uh, Enrage? Or no. Unhinged, sorry. It's about a guy who oh. like has obviously had a bad day, and someone cuts him off, and he just he's like a psychopath, and he just goes on a like cr- like stalking this woman and her child, and he's what? like full. He's what? Full, like, That's mental. terrifying. Hasn't got hasn't got great reviews. I haven't seen it. All right. Twenty twenty. Man, I want to see it now. But he looks like he looks so menacing in that, and obviously you know Rusty's a bit. He's he's got he's got a, he's packed on the pounds a bit, um, and he he looks you know because he's a big, huge, fo- menacing force. Yeah, it's pretty intense. I don't so, mind uh, him if he's like if he if he puts on the pounds, it doesn't matter. 
I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think yeah. it matters with him. He's he's like he's he doesn't have to be that fit. He's a bit like Gerard but- Gerard Butler, isn't he? What Gerard Butler looks like jacked as in every movie. But he doesn't have to be. He could just put on the pounds and still be like. Yeah, he probably could. He's a similar sort of character, I reckon, or can can be. He was in another TV show, wasn't he, where he played that that head of Fox News. Yes, that's right. And he he was big on that. He was a lot of weight, and yeah, I started watching that. So um, I I know I know what you mean. He's been in stuff, but he hasn't been the Russell Crowe that we kind of like that that. Turn of the century, oh. Russell Crowe, that we, you know, where he had that three-year run where he was, you know, the insider, gladiator, beautiful mind, where he was nominated three years in a row. Like, it was pretty... He went through... Impressive. Yeah, he went He went on a run. Glad, yeah, Gladiator was one of those that I just watched over and over. LA Confidential. Like, yeah. Well, he gave, he he gave our, topic for the, our topic for the day, he gave him a real push, gave him a real shake, gave Denzel yeah. a real go. So, yeah, yep. for sure. Exactly. I think they they went they went at it against each other two years in a row. Yep. One all. So yeah. Yep. Um, and then another you got one. Another got, one. Yeah, Sean Penn. Yeah. Okay. It's been a while, hasn't it? What's I think he doing? He's done. Yeah, he could be. I think he's he done. could be done. I, I I mean, he was one of the greatest. I think one of the best actors of all time, really. Um. So. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's the way it is. Kind of just over it. He just seems just like burnt out. Yeah. Yeah, but I think he just like hates the world. Like I, th- I think he's like a because he does a lot of philanthropy, and I think he's more focused on that than yeah than yep. um, acting. Yeah, he's wasting his time, isn't he? Because the what's the last what's the last thing you've seen him in? He's wasting his time. <laughs> <fucking hell. laughs> He was, in, Sean Penn. he was in something. He was in something with uh, Mel Gibson last year or the year before. Was he? That's the last thing. And I remember he was in Walter Mitty for a bit. So, oh, so he's in the Professor and the Madman, which I didn't even hear about. No one, no one watched it. <laughs> Not even <laughs> No. <laughs> Got I forty-one percent mean, Rotten Tomatoes. I loved him in Mystic River. Obviously, Gangster Squad. I thought he was really good in. I, lo- I love Gangster Squad, actually. That was a good movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Walter Mitty he was good in. So Gangster Squad and Walter Mitty were 2013, two, two movies he was in. Um, yeah. Yeah. He'd be, no, he'd be yeah, good I, to see. I love, I love him in Dead Man Walking. That's my favorite, Sean Penn. Yeah. yeah. He's just, just awesome in that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Good, good, uh, good question. Yeah, yeah. A lot yep. of lot, food for thought. It, it really depends on your interpretation, right? Um, yeah. You know, if you just want to see more Brad Pitt, or you know, if you want to see, like, that's if you want, there's no such, there's nothing wrong with seeing more Brad Pitt. No. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Bit of news. Let's get the watch news done. Mm-hmm. Because okay. Because then, because then there's also NBA news, which I'm really keen we'll, to talk we'll about. Yeah. The, yeah, we'll fly through the watch news. Yeah, um, we're not here for the watch guys, news, are we? <laughs> no, you don't did even you, like watches anymore. Did you guys see um, the Glashuta Original CQ in Reed Green? I'm going for that watch for our watch news because Sid and I both like green. And that's yep. the official, unofficial color of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a green watch, Tara? Because I don't. I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> but I have green I would clothes. Love 
And we have the same green shoes. That's that's true. Um, I so we we talked about the watch generally, not just the green one. I I like Mm. it. I think it's like every time I look at it, I think that's cool. It's really unique for a dive watch. Um, Not something I would have expected uh, a house like Glasshuta to to do. Um, And it's something that I could see myself kind of wearing day to day. So I think it's I think the watch itself is cool, and I think the green color is awesome. Yeah, I'm a bit the same. I, I have they ever done anything that was a bit sportier like this? I, I don't re- recall really. Hmm. Um, I like it. Like I, I think my initial thought was it's got a real vintage feel to it, especially the shape of the case. Hmm. That that sort of old school, almost lower level watch watch like a very common case shape, but I, I like that. The fact that they've done that with a ceramic bezel, I've got look. One one thing I don't like is that minute hand. Are we going to get on hands again, like we did on the? Um... No, that's. I mean, I get like I like yeah. it because I think the hands a bit different. It's yep. not something that you see a lot. That's one of the things that kind of, you know, attracts me to it is that it's it's obviously modelled on the original dive watch that they made however many years ago, and it's it was for diving. So that's oh, what... okay. So I didn't I didn't get that part. So they, the original dive watch, yeah, okay. All right, I should have looked at the the history of this one more. So, so they had one uh, that was similar to that as a dive watch, did they? So it's it's basically modelled on an older Glasuta that they made whenever they made the dive watch. I don't know what year it was, but it's right. there is a vintage watch that they made that looks like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then oh, here you go. The original is 1969, and it is a very faithful reproduction. Yeah, okay. Um, same really big even numbers, 12, 2, 6, 4, et yep. cetera. Um, and same big minute hand. Okay. Just looks looks altogether very similar. So I think they've that's what they've tried to do with it, and they've tried to make it, if you want to take this into the ocean, or if you want whatever, as most of us probably would, if you want to take it down to the pool or to play with your kids at the, mm. you know, down at the beach, you can do that and you can you can use it for diving if you want. Yeah, that makes sense then. And now now I don't mind the minute hand as much. I think I think it's cool that they've got a they've got the caliber thirty nine eleven in it, which is it's a really nice movement, but that because they've kept it as a like a sort of a true dive watch, they've they haven't got a a um a display back. They've just said mm. we're just gonna put a back on this and cover it up and make it like a true dive watch and I think that's cool because that, that caliber 39-11 is it's a nicely finished caliber swan neck regulator yeah it's it's beautiful if it's done the same way as I know it um, yeah so yeah I, I like the, I like the watch and I think it comes in at what is it eight eight thousand eight hundred euro which is about 13 and a half Australian which competes with some of the bigger brands that are putting out dive watches, you know, if we talk mm. about Rolex and stuff like that, I, Subs, I, yeah, I yeah. think it's, I think it's quite cool. I, I like, I could wear that as well. Like it's, yeah, like it looks, it looks like a good everyday watch, and you got those options with the bracelet and the straps, and yeah. I don't like the font. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and there it, he comes. Let's talk about Grand Seiko now. Well, is it, well, I mean, oh, is, it the, okay. is it the three different fonts on the dial that gets you? Because yeah, I mean, I understand it that. is. Yeah, it it right. is. You know, you know, like I get weird about stuff like that. Yeah, the three different fonts on the dial. I don't. I'm not a big fan of the six. Um, but I, I agree with you. It's nice to see Glashuda kind of entering this space, and the the green is 
look, it's an easy win. It, it, you might even call it lazy, but it's an easy, you know, it's a cool win, right? Because yep. it's such a great color. Yeah, the three different fonts. And I get weird about fonts. And you guys, I think you both know how I feel about Grand Seiko font. I love Grand Seiko finishing and all that stuff. Don't at me, Seiko people. <laughs> Don't go after me. But something about that kind of old, oldie timey font kind of, doesn't do it for me, but anyway. Um, Look, everyone knows other that, that. Cherith and I are Grand Seiko haters, you know. So, are you a Grand Seiko hater? Is that official? <laughs> can we get this? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, this I'm just gonna test this to see how many people DM me and just like how many at you, yeah, and on the Slack group, yeah, just see how many haters I get. Only because, yeah, I don't really hate Grand Seiko. <laughs> Is that because you're so embedded in the Rolex culture? Michael? <laughs> no. No. No, it isn't, Jared. <laughs> but I'm certainly not... Uh, no, I'm not going to go there. Not yet. I'm not ready. No, I like... Uh, Grand Seiko, I like what they do with the cases and dials. I really do. Um, but, um, yeah, anyway. Let's talk about the Glass Uder again. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. When you talk about fonts... right? Is there anything else you want to say? Well, when you talk about fonts, that's really interesting because I'm not one of those people that notices fonts and it's funny because i've heard a few people talk about fonts on watches and they really notice the font where i'm someone that just looks yeah. at the 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 design from a little further back like yeah. the shape of the case the silhouette and the you know uh, the numerals maybe but i don't go as far as looking at the font styles so yeah it's interesting that you um there's people that do that but yeah thinking about you know, what Sid's wearing, like the Nomos. That's what yeah. I love about Nomos so much is how mm. clean their fonts are. Um, really? Yeah, I just okay. love, I, I love, I love how even if they have different fonts, it's kind of, they, they, uh, like they always fade down. It always gets smaller going down. Like I just, I don't know. I'm just, uh, just, uh, just a little personal tick, I guess. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. 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 Each cool. Their own, hey? That's the watch cool news. Watch. Be oh, cool to, it'd yeah. be cool to see if someone that we know gets one, we could try and try it on. And mm. yeah, did you happen to see? Moving on to another subject, do you did you happen to see the Audemars Piguet live Instagram live thing that happened last night? No. So it popped up on my phone. I thought, oh, just as I was about to watch another Denzel movie, I was like, all right, I'll watch this first. <laughs> so I I clicked on it, um, Audemars Piguet live, and it had um. It had uh, what's his name Benahemis, um, yeah, with on with sunglasses on, and I was like, "What yes. the fuck is he wearing sunglasses for?" Because he's such good he... friends with Don Cheadle. So he he explained <laughs> at the start that he's he's not trying to be cool. He's got these sunglasses on because he just had eye surgery. I was like, "All right, the guy okay. the guy is still giving credit. He's still doing this thing, even though he's just had eye surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just got yeah. sunglasses on, and he's sitting there talking to the the guy that is the I think he's like the head of one of the heads of product development or heritage. Um, he's he's a Friedman or something. His name is. He's really knowledgeable. Good. To, he talks really well about Audemars Piguet. He does does well with the brand. But then, and they went through their new models that they're releasing, which we could mm. talk about if we want, but um, probably drag on a fair bit. But then all of a sudden, and I was enjoying it. But then all of a sudden, uh, Benahemius says, all right, let's get on the phone with our good friend, Don Cheadle. And it just shows 
<laughs> the screen turns into like an iPhone screen where it just shows FaceTime Don Cheadle, right? As in he's calling him there. like, And then it just shows Don Cheadle's face pop up on the screen. Hi, how are you? And it's like, it's just like fucking, it just seems so scripted. It's unbelievable. Yeah, oh, you no. remember when we first met? And they went through that whole thing again, Charlie. Oh, they went through the ad. They basically so went through what they did with the ad. Oh, Remember when we first met? So yeah, we painful. were lining up at the end. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And, and I actually couldn't. I, I got about a minute in and I was like, boop, bang, off. I'm going back to watching this movie. So I don't know what happened <laughs> after that. I'm guessing they did a whole, you know, Don Cheadle put his acting experience into, into action and just did a whole thing, you know. He had he had all these, you know, lines memorized and everything. But um, Did he was... do it all in the terrible Ocean's Eleven accent? I really hope so. <laughs> No, no, he didn't. <laughs> he was actually a really, like, yeah, I don't want to see Don Cheetah like that again. <laughs> I would rather see that terrible accent from Oceans. <laughs> oh, but, no. like, I, I have a lot of respect for the brand. I, I really like what they've done with Code 1159. I, I like where Audemars, what Audemars are doing generally. But these, yeah. this, this, keep it real. I just don't, when they start doing this, this shit with... And I've got nothing against Don Cheadle either. It's just yeah. this whole, the way they're doing yeah. this stuff, like it doesn't work for me. Yeah. Um, Michael, me. I think you and I are the only uh, Code 1159 apologists that I know. Like yeah. I actually quite like the watch. Yeah. It's the worst name anyone's ever given a watch. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's well-designed and looks really nice. It's just a beautiful, like well-designed high horology watch. I think it's awesome. Yep. Um, yep, but exactly. they've, I think they just ruined it by calling it what they called it. Yep. Um, and then, so the initial release I thought was a bit, uh, maybe a little boring, but all the stuff they've done with it since I agree with you yeah. is actually very cool. I'd definitely wear one. And I think if they just didn't pump it up right at the start, I think they, they build everyone's expectations up so high with this is just going to be, like if they just had have released it and been like, yeah. this yeah. is what we've done. <clears throat> we spent this time, we, we've actually done this. Cool. Check out what we've done. Let's, you know, let's we're not, not gonna, make this look like it's it. a revolutionary thing, right? Like they tried they hyped to, it up so much. They pumped it up so much. Yeah, they did. They if they didn't pump it up, like really, if you look at that watch, it is a it's a nice watch. Yeah. But I think it was just the expectation was what the fuck are they going to do, and it just didn't. It was underwhelming at the time for people. So yeah. Mm. But anyway, the, I just don't want to see them do this shit with Don Cheadle. Like, <laughs> Shout out to Don Cheadle. I did DM Don Cheadle saying, if you're really into watches, come to onto PodCon. I, he hasn't yeah. seen it yet. We'll see. No. <laughs> Fucking Don. Don's too busy under, like, Ben Hemis has got him um, reading scripts every day, learning his lines. He's too busy. Order my PGA. He's trying to learn how to pronounce Torbion with a British accent. <laughs> oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you are not going to mention our new Torbion until you get it down. You've got to be able to pronounce it. Torbillion? No, it's Torbion. Torbion. Actually, Benahemius corrected um, the American. No, the, uh, I'm going to get. I'm going to get his name now. What am I up here? Oh, the CEO. The, yeah. No, no, not the the CEO. Corrected the guy that was that's head of the. Um, uh, I want to say heritage department or something like that. Because he he because he's American, Michael Friedman, and he oh, okay. pronounced something incorrectly, and Benahemius um, sort of said no 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 no, and 
corrected him on <laughs> fucking Instagram Live. <laughs> it was hilarious. I, I, I wonder if you can go back and watch it. It's fucking good, man. What did he say? I don't even know what he said now. Hold on, I've got to, I've got to, I'll send it to you later. Yeah, do it's that, like, man. You don't, you don't fucking correct someone unless, <laughs> like, he was trying to pronounce something in French, and he got it slightly wrong. <laughs> Just, don't, 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 you know. Oh god! If you, if you so go he's like that. Rob. He's like a, Ben Hamius is like Rob. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually Rob just sits back and laughs he doesn't correct he just laughs anyway <laughs> if you go if you go on um, the AP like some of their posts there's uh-huh. some of the trolling on AP is just brutal like this guy his first line was how many Marvel characters would realistically wear an AP war machine on a military salary <laughs> I don't know right <laughs> and then this and then this guy responds to him going Iron Man and then this guy responds going, I don't want to give away spoilers, but Iron Man died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fifth Wrist is by the community for the community. We would love you to join the crew via our group chat on Slack. Email us at contact at fifthwrist.com and join the movement. Yeah, all right. Hey, Michael, Michael, this is popcorn. Get back into position, please. Shut up about your watches. I'll get back in my box. Yeah, stop talking about watches. I'm a movie movie critic now. (laughs) 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 All right. Denzel. Fucking my man. Yeah, man. We're all big fans of Denzel, right? Do you guys know anyone that's not a yeah. big fan of Denzel, Sid? Do you know any? No. Nah, universal sure. approval rating. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you... Yeah. If you... <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. No, Wesley and Denzel are big I don't want to friends. know anyone that doesn't like him. Well, well if, if you went into my wife a... Isn't like a huge Denzel person, but anyway. Oh, if that's you were right. chatting to someone... <laughs> yeah, remember? And they were like, I don't like Denzel. That's right. Yeah, you'd wonder you'd wonder what was going on because there's like very little that Denzel does that is, you know, not likable as far as does, movies are concerned. Does, does Kath listen to this, Jareth? She listens to it. She's usually around. She can hear me right now. Um, but yeah, she does. She does listen. I, I do tell her when she gets a mention, um, and yeah. she usually says that's not that's not true. But uh, yeah, Kath, do you like Denzel? She just said, ah. <laughs> she said what? All right. She just said, ah. <laughs> so she's not, a, she's not a Denzel person. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Why do we love Denzel? Sid. He's just good in basically every movie. Uh, there is an element of him sort of playing himself in a lot of movies where he has those sort of mannerisms yeah. that we all kind of love about him. Um, like the little quips and and his sort of line delivery and stuff, but he he does action and he does throw in like tiny bits of comedy. He does the serious stuff. I I just he's fun to watch. He's one of the guys that if if he's in a movie, you'll make an effort to go and see it. Yeah, I I agree. Like you know how that whole thing about oh yeah, does he play himself? In I think he actually adds some versatility in his individuality, like. And, and Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep are the other two that come to mind that kind of do this as well, where they just, 
they make characters a different version of themselves, really. Um, and you know, Denzel, he's not, he doesn't really do prosthetics. You've never seen him, you know, out of all of his contemporaries, the other big names of those times we mentioned Russell Crowe and stuff like that earlier. You've never seen Denzel do like body trans, huge body transformations or changing how he looks. Um, but what I yeah. like about Denzel is he is one of the last real thespians. So he's like a actor's actor, but he's actually also a genuine movie star. Like this guy's a, a, a star. So you know yeah. how we talk about like guys like Tom Cruise, like Tom Cruise is a movie star. And then you look at Joaquin Phoenix, like that guy's a, a serious, you know, you know, he puts yeah. his whole body and mind into each role. Denzel can do both. Um, you know, he does bad movies, yeah. but he's never bad in them. Um, yeah, that's and, right. Yeah, he's just, uh, he's just, you know, he's that guy that will, you know, do movies like The Equalizer or stuff like that. Um, and a whole bunch of people will think that they're trash, but you'll meet your uncle who will say that that's the greatest movie ever made. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's a Denzel yeah. thing, yeah. right? Um, you know, so... Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 he's he's just special. I, he's he's uh, he's one of the great actors of my lifetime. And you know, when I was thinking about this, when we were talking about this um, episode, um, I remember speaking to both of you, uh, and we were like, "Oh, let's just watch a whole bunch of Denzel movies." And I was like, "Holy crap! How many Denzel movies have I have you have we watched? Like, it's so like, like it's like thirty five years of movies, and that's how yeah. that's how, yeah. and, and they're all over the place." You know, like they're all over the place. But there's very few that you kind of put on and you don't want to watch. Like you put it on and you'll just like watch it because it'll be, even if you don't love the movie, Denzel's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We probably didn't give ourselves enough time. Like we could have given ourselves a few weeks to actually yeah. watch. Like this, there is so many that I could watch again that even a, yeah. even a class as his average films and just I would have loved to see them. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, like how, so I, how, I how'd you go? A bit how'd more you time. go in the last yeah. week? How'd you guys go in the last yeah. week? <laughs> uh, I only managed about three, just because I was working late and stuff. So I tried well, to. What were the I tried three, to actually. Bash, uh, I do? watched Equalizer. I watched um, Taking of Pelham, and I watched, uh, and I watched Training Day. So you watched Angry and Kill People, Denzel. I like it. <laughs> I love that Denzel. I love that yeah. Denzel. Yeah. And that, that's the cool thing. Like Denzel is like, he, the first half of his career, he was like the shepherd. Like he was the the nice guy who was always like, yeah. the, had the nobility and he, you know, nothing. He wasn't the, the lamb or the wolf, but he was like the guy that looked after the lambs. And then he just turned into the wolf. Like training day, he just went, yeah, I'm just going to fucking yeah. kill people for the rest of them. <laughs> like, and know, I love um, it. I love it when he's yeah, like Yeah, of course that. you do. Yeah. How did you go yeah. in the last week, Michael? It's great. I uh, I started off on the 26th. I started off with two guns. Then I went American Gangster. Are you going to read them all out? Roman J. Israel. <laughs> yep. Roman J. Israel, Esquire, Inside Man, Equalizer, Equalizer 2, and then last night, finish off with Crimson Tide. Ooh, yep. So yeah. there was nice. one, two, Solid three, lineup. four, five, six, seven. Seven movies in four days, I think, or four or five days, yeah. Wow. Um, yep. Yeah, I had, a, I, had a, I had a pretty strong Denzel week. Uh, I did. In the last yeah, week. you went nuts. I did Inside Man. I did Two Guns, 
American Gangster, Out of Time, Training Day, Flight, The Pelican Brief, Unstoppable, Malcolm X. Um, so I think I did about 10 movies. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, it's like you go from Inside Man and then you go to watch Two Guns and Two Guns is, you know, objectively... <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> it's objectively not a great movie. But you're just like, yeah, I'm here for Denzel. And I Denzel's enjoyed it. Be... But it's like yeah. Denzel yeah. and Mark Wahlberg, like what could, what could go wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Denzel, Mark Wahlberg, Denzel and Ryan Reynolds in Safe House, like, you know, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, what one thing I will one thing I will say about Denzel is there's there's that other side of him of him like obviously he's like he's still a like a big uh theater theater guy, like he's always like very active in that kind of the community and obviously the, you know, there was a time and tell me if you guys agree, there was a time when like Denzel was the only black actor we kind of knew, mm. you know, particularly in a in, in a certain type of movie like those serious drama movies. Um, yeah. Denzel was the was the man. Like he was the the our generations. Like, and then obviously you get Will Smith and a few others. But well, that's the thing. Denzel Will Smith is the that. next obvious one. Yeah, but he was he was a, he had a completely different energy, right? Morgan Freeman, different yeah. energy. Denzel was like that movie star. He was that headliner. He was the guy that was going to be, you know, with Tom Hanks in one movie and with Julia Roberts in another movie. Um, or, you know, they're going to be in his movies. Um, and and obviously he has a massive influence over all of these kind of the contemporaries now. Chadwick Boseman famously said that without Denzel, there's no Black Panther. And obviously um, it was quite well known that Denzel, at, by pure chance, because he was a benefactor for all, for young young acting students, he actually um, gave Chadwick Boseman his scholarship to be yeah. an actor um, in in this. In so it's um they, they a lot of a lot of these guys kind of stood on Denzel's shoulders for a long period of time. So he's yeah. I think he's one of the most important actors of uh, of all time. Yeah. Cool. So when did you watch Malcolm X, Charith? I haven't logged it. I watched it. I watched it. Today. Yeah, I was going to say. I was. Did you? What's that? You watched it today. Oh, you haven't it logged today. it. Yeah, because I oh, watched. I, I watched a yet. couple of other. I watched a couple of other movies um, between that. Fucking I sneaky Palm guy. Springs. <laughs> did you watch? Yeah. Have, you seen Palm, have you seen Palm Springs? No, I haven't seen. I, it I want to see it though. You should watch it. Yeah, it looks really good. good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I watched that day before yesterday. Um, you, you look. Yep. You're going through my Sandberg. That's cute. Yeah, yeah I'm Sandberg. going through. I'm looking at your really palms being. I'm actually looking. Your you've actually just said lovely, lovable leads. Andy Sandberg has really come a long way. This truly is a heartfelt, hilarious, and endearing comedy. One of the best in a long time. Charith. <laughs> <laughs> I don't write Charith at the end, but yeah, it's no, like no, a letter. I just had to add that. that, that <laughs> That was, I just had to add that at the end. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Lovable leads. All yeah, right. No, it's, let's do I, this. I saw, I saw that Sandberg was in it and I was like, I need to see this. So, yeah. Yeah, all man. Right. J.K. Simmons Let's as well. do it. It's, uh, yeah, really good. Um, oh, is he? All right. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. You guys know how it works. You guys are veterans. Yep. It's our draft. 
Ooh, yeah. Our favourite Denzel movies. We all get five picks. Snakes I'll draft. This week, Sid has the first pick. Michael's got the second pick. And I've got the third pick. Snake back till we have five each. Sid, with your first pick. Right. This is... This is one of the first drafts I've been like super upset that I had the first pick because picks through two through five are also going to be phenomenal. So I'm in, my next one's only going to be number six, but I'm taking Training Day number one. It is my number one favorite Denzel movie, uh, directed by Antoine Fuqua, starring Ethan Hawke. It's just Denzel on, on eleven for the entire film. It's phenomenal. Yeah, good pick, man. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's just he, so, he does so turn quotable. Off the whole movie, doesn't he? Yeah. It's so yeah. quotable. It's so yeah. like it's just such a fantastically shot film. Ethan Hawke is Ethan Hawke is also really good in this movie. Um mm. is just oh, yeah. like terrified of Denzel the entire time of um of Alonso. It's just incredible. Um I love it. Yeah. It's my it's yeah. my favorite film. I yeah. It's it's the yeah. best Denzel performance to watch. Like, it, uh, like whether it's his greatest performance doesn't matter. Like, it's his like you could watch that performance so many times. Yeah. Um, and do you remember like remember I was talking about like the whole like Shepherd and the like that was that was a performance where everyone was like, oh shit, look at Denzel here, right? Like, it's not like he's never played a jerk before that, but man, he was he was like, you know, on top of it. And then you know, whenever he said oh. something, they played Still Dre and like. The soundtrack, it was just, yeah. it was sick. Yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, I think I think at the start when they get in his car, he's like, welcome to my office or something like that. And it just, yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. And it just starts with still dry. And yeah, he cranks up yeah, the tire, the wheels. His attitude. Yeah, the suspe- yeah. Oh, yeah so exactly, good. exactly. His attitude in that movie is amazing. Like he's, yeah, I, like I said, I, was, I wasn't going to watch another movie again, but, and I've probably watched it 50 times. I'll probably have to watch that again in the next couple of days yeah. because I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. He won his Oscar. He won an Oscar for it. At the time, it was like some people saw it as a, like, we owe Denzel an Oscar type award. Um, but I think that Oscar's really aged really well. Like, I think now, 20 years later, people are like, yeah, no, that was still that was awesome. So uh, yeah, yeah, like maybe they did owe him one, but he also earned it. Like this yeah. was awesome. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Good first pick, starting off strong. Michael, second pick. Let's go. Oh, it's tough, but this one has gradually become my favorite movie. Not necessarily because of Denzel, but just as a movie that he's in and I'm going to take Inside Man. Ah, well um, So good. Yeah. like it's so I, good. Like I, I've, I liked it when I first saw it. I liked it every time I watched it and then I think I've seen it three times in the last three weeks and each time <laughs> I watch it, it gets better. <laughs> yep. I saw it on your letterbox and I was like, shit, he's watched Inside Man twice, three times. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, 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 and the element of surprise obviously isn't there, but I just, I, I'm looking at all their performances Jodie Foster, even Christopher Plummer, and mm. like, I just love the back and forth between Clive Owen and Spike, uh, sorry, not Spike Lee, fucking um, Denzel. I love, mm. like, like, there's a point, and it's exactly a ma- an hour in, and when they're, when they finally get to talk to each other, 
Mm. And this that that conversation they have is one of the funniest conversations, like in a in in a lot of movies. Mm. Like it's it's these two serious guys. One of them's robbing a bank. The other one's you know trying to get the bank robber basically. And they they have this funny conversation. It's so funny. Like he he ends up. Um, I think Denzel ends up like I just love his little thing at the end. And here's the bad news. That thing you're sucking on, it's not a pina colada. (laughs) (laughs) That that for me was like and then and then because Clive Owen Clive Owen like and his laugh after he says that as well, Clive Owen's just like ha 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 like he just I just think he's just Clive, so Owen, Clive Owen is also spectacular in this. He's he's awesome in this I, movie as well. I know. Like, After seeing him in this, I'm like, where has he gone? Like, I want him to come back and do... Like, he was really oh, good in this. Can can I change um, my answer to the I, listener question to Clive Owen? Yeah, yeah Clive Owen a, is... A, where's he gone? That's a good one. Yeah, Clive give, Owen? get him back. Mm. Yep. Um, yep, but exactly. Like I, he was, if, he was if, so he, good he in this. He should be doing what Jared Butler's doing. That's what Clive yep. Owen should be doing. He was market correct. He should be by Jared Butler. Yeah, You're Jared right. Butler got him. Yep. Yeah, cooked him. Um, I I also watched yep. this recently this week, and I reckon I haven't watched it three times in three weeks, but I reckon I've watched it three times in the last couple of months. Like I've I've yep. seen this a few times, and it's one of those movies that I can just put on and know that I'll love. Yeah, like even the 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 stuff between Jodie Foster and Christopher Plummer. Like their conversations, yeah. it, the, oh, even that and, is is awesome yeah. to watch. And and then when Jodie Foster brings, is it the mayor? Out yeah, and yeah. he goes, "What the fuck do you want?" Yeah, and then and he at calls the end of it, C-Bob. you know, yeah. you, can, you can you can you can bleep this out if you want, but he's like, "No, no, no you're you a magnificent." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is so good, man. It just it surprises me when he says it. Actually, it's it's like it's, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Love no, it. and 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 Chiwetel's excellent, you know. And, and, and they're back and forth. Him and Chiwetel back, back and, and forth, forth is really nice in the as well. Interviews, it's really nice. Um, and yep. Denzel's just got yep. so much swagger in this. Like you can see that he's like really comfortable being directed by Spike Lee, you know. And at the end, he's in that ridiculous tan suit. Um, yeah, <laughs> walking through and a hat. Oh, and I he's love like, the hat oh though. I love the hat. And he's like a uh, New York police officer. It's not like he's in Miami or anything. Like he's yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, I've just got one negative thing to say about Inside Man. It's just a little little nitpick. But when he's on the phone with his girlfriend, he's like, oh, "I'm sorry, baby. You okay, baby?" Just like just just, and then he's like, he talks about big. He talks about, I think Big Willie and the Twins is going to see you tonight. The Twins. I just when he says (laughs) that, I'm just like, you're just saying that in the office. Like I'm just like, uh, it just it just rubs me up the wrong way for some reason. No one wants to hear. Like I can't imagine me saying that to my wife. Like sitting at Rolex. I reckon that's all Denzel ad libbing. That's just him ad libbing. (laughs) Yeah, that's just the way he talks, man. Yeah, Big Willie and the Twins. Don't tell Denzel how to talk about Big Willie and the Twins. Yeah, I mean, and because he's mates with Spike Lee, Spike was like, "Yeah, we'll live it." In. Yeah, Spike, yeah, Spike's exactly. like, it's, "Spike's like, this is genius. This is the way I talk." <laughs> All right, that's the hey, only thing that I, I love it. Good picks, good picks. My turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, All right, with my first pick, I'm going to take Malcolm X, 1992. Yeah. Yep. Denzel, Spike Lee. It's my favorite. Oh. 
Uh, if I say Inside Man's like the rewatchable movie, yep, I totally get yep. it. Um, Malcolm X is like their greatest achievement together. I think it's Denzel's greatest single performance. I think it's one personally. I think it's one of the greatest performances of all time. Absolute like crime that he didn't win the Oscar for this one. This was definitely a gimme year where they gave it to Al Pacino, but they owed Al, Al for you know previous indiscretions. But yeah, Denzel was just electric in this, and he really embodied everything that um, you know Malcolm X was. You know, from the hustler to the the preacher and the leader, and you know, obviously being the symbol that he then became. Um, and you know, when I think of like I recently watched Malcolm X being played in the movie One Night in Miami, and the whole time I'm watching, I think his name's Ben Kingsley Nadia. He's in he's in a few movies. Mm. Anyway, so I'm the whole time I'm watching him, and I'm you know, and he was fantastic as Malcolm. But all I'm thinking about is Denzel. <laughs> and sometimes, yeah. sometimes even when I see Malcolm X, I think of Denzel. Like I just think, you know, this guy. Yep. He's just so magnetic. So yeah, one of the great performances of the 20th century. It was amazing that it was just. It was so early in his career as well, like 92. Like yep. it wasn't um, really the Denzel that we know him to be now. But yeah, stunning performance. Uh, my, Did you guys have anything with Malcolm X? Have you guys well, seen it? Uh, it's been a long time, so I have to see it again at some stage. Um, Me too. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, what did what were you going to rate it on Letterboxd? If you actually five put stars. it on there before the it's show, a five, star five stars. Yeah, I thought it. so. That's why you left it off there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got it. So, so tactical. Yeah. I, I look to be honest. I've watched it not that long ago, so I haven't plugged it into Letterbox just yet. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, it's a five star movie for me. It's um, yeah, yeah, pretty special. Uh, my cool. second pick is my favorite. So Denzel's got two great. Director collaborations. One's Spike Lee and Spike the other Lee. one's Tony Scott. Yeah. Um, and Tony yeah. Scott is that, like, the other side of Denzel, the, the more fun, I guess, side. Um, and my second pick is Crimson Tide. Oh. 1995. Five-star movie for me, anyway. I freaking love Crimson Tide. It's my favourite Denzel oh. and Tony Scott movie. Um, obviously, he's pitted so well against... Gene Hackman. Um, there are so many scenes where it's just two guys shouting at each other, and they're just shouting mm. over each, each other, and it's so good. Um, it is uh, so good. It's so good. And Gene Hackman, famously a, a jerk on set, and you know really pushes the people he's with. And um, I think you know you watch that movie and you really see like that changing of the guard. Um, and Denzel and Gene are just absolutely electric with each other low-key really kind of cool cast um you know at the oh. time you know probably yeah. not like household names but now like Vigo mortensen and oh cheapest um off the top james gandolfini is yeah, it gandolfini actually um yep uh rocky carroll matt craven steve zahn you know there's uh there's ryan Phillippe. like there's a ryan whole bunch Philippe. of yeah, yep. yeah. So there's a whole bunch of um, you know, actors, but yeah, obviously Mortensen and Gandolfini are just you know, they're huge in the movie as well. So Gandolfini in that is such a prick. Like oh yeah. You, like 
I watched it last night and it's like even when he's like when he's pointing the gun at someone, he's got like a little smirk on his face, like let me shoot him. And he's just like yeah. even at the end, when Denzel's character was right, everyone else is basically, yep, okay, he was right, celebrating and, and still Gandolfini had this look on his face like, I still fucking hate you. I'm not yeah. on your side. Like he was yeah. the only one, even Gene Hackman at the end of the movie, which is a bit weird. Shook his, they, they shook hands like Denzel and Gene Hackman shake hands and they joke with each other. Like that was the only thing I didn't like about the movie. They should have been hating each other's guts after that shit. Mm. Like the fact that they actually shook hands and made a joke at the end of the movie. That was the only thing I didn't like. Oh no, I think I think that was that that was I I like that because it was like that was where I saw that kind of changing of the guard because he he acknowledged that the other guy one upped him. And it's the that macho bluster. Once you're out of that claustrophobic setting, which Tony Scott built so well in in the sub, um, you can see that 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 relaxed the tension. I thought, but anyway, it's you know that was um, just what they used to do in movies. Yeah, Realistically, yeah. these days they would have just had Gene Hackman just blowing his own head off, basically just like in suicide afterwards. Sure, sure. <laughs> like, let's not do that. But the, like, we love Gene. Yeah, of course. Oh, Gene Hackman is amazing. Oh, absolutely. He's he's so good in this. Like he, oh, he actually so like that that scene where he actually yells at Denzel, he loses his shit all of a sudden. Like he says, um Um what is it, Mr. Hunter? I've made I've made a decision. I'm captain of this boat. Now shut the fuck up. Oh but I, I, lo- I <laughs> love it. So good. I love it when Denzel is is taking over the ship and then he just screams over saying this is mutiny and they're just both barking orders to yeah. their respective uh, <laughs> offsiders yeah. and it's just them shouting. It's just fantastic. It's um yeah, definitely uh, that that was yeah, that was like one of the greats. Yeah. That that actually seemed like it wasn't on script and they were just trying to shout over each other whatever they, you know. That that was like really you couldn't hear either of them. Um, yeah, that was so cool. One of the most inappropriate jokes that I've seen in a movie in a long time was towards the start of the movie from Gene Hackman. And I, I watched that and I was like, man, that wouldn't be in a movie these days. That was where he talk, compares horses to yeah, um, yeah, yeah, high school yeah. girls. Yep, oh and that's why goodness. we move on to your pick, Yeah, Michael. very intuitive. The dumbest <laughs> fence posts. You take too long with the bloody picks, Michael. Shit. I'm just trying to like get on to the next one before Zencaster carks it. All right, let's go. All right, Michael. Keep going. You're up, mate. Second pick, mate. You're up. Come on. <laughs> Haven't you got a? Haven't you got another pick? No. no Charles picked two. No, you were too busy talking. I did. Fucking Malcolm X and Crimson Tide. Oh, okay. Oh, you did too. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got to cross. Uh, I got to cross Malcolm X off. Where is it? Yep, there it is. All right, you're all right. Man. Okay, man. All right, I'm gonna go with. Oh man, oh, that's tough. I'm gonna go with he got game. Hey, I Spike Lee. I love that. Most, most yeah, likely, I love... we've gotten. Yep. I'm expecting more Spike Lee out of the first picks. Just... Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah, I, 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 I love that movie for such a long time. It was like the whole, the whole Jordans in it and everything. The Jordan Thirteens that he gets and, um, just the, the every, like the amount of 
people in it. I was like, that was, I can't remember what year that was, but I was like well into like 98, right? So it was like Jordan was still, he was, yep, top of the hill. And yeah, it was like all the characters in it, all the NBA stars, like even like Dick Vitale and like coaches, John Thompson. And it was just, it was awesome. Yeah. Mm. Really good. Ray Allen, obviously, um, as uh, Jesus. Yeah, Ray Allen. Famous yep. Ray Allen cameo. Jesus Shuttleworth. Yeah. Well, yep. not a cameo. He was, got, a, yeah, he, was, took... he was a co-lead. Well, yeah. I mean, he was, a, he was a main actor in it, but yeah. That was like a, one of the early Denzel's a jerk <laughs> movies. But um, yeah, uh, Ray Allen, can he act? I mean, he can shoot, but you know. Um, he, uh, the, did you hear about the Denzel versus Ray Allen basketball games? Yes. Denzel can hoop. I, yeah, he can. Yeah, he can play, man. Yeah, the only look, like if you were to replace Ray Allen, like would you? Th- there was a lot of picks in that draft, like around that year. Like there could have been some. Like I wonder why Denzel went for Ray Allen. I don't know how that became a thing. But um, do you remember that draft class, guys? Do you remember that at all? Like yeah, that was. I'm, I'm trying to figure out who else we could have taken from that draft class. Kobe. <laughs> right. So there's Kobe. I mean, yeah. Allen Iverson. Sharif Abdul Rahim was incredible. I don't know if you guys remember mm-hmm. him. Yep. 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 Kerry Kittles. Um, but depends on how good of actor they were too. I don't know. Ray Allen th- might have been the I best think, actor out of all of them. I think that um, I think uh, Iverson would have been a good pick for Shuttlesworth. He could have been, but maybe he I just have, maybe it was I too disagree. risky. Maybe he yeah. would have. You maybe he, he would have brought a gun bit... onto set too many times well, and yeah. Iverson already had like he was number one pick. He already had a big like kind of whether right or wrong. He had like that kind of uh, that reputation because of the indiscretions, yeah. you know, early on. Yep. Um, yep, yep. And and Jesus Shuttleworth's meant to be the he's meant meant to be like the the humanity of the movie. So I don't know. Um, but from what I know uh, is that I have a, Ray I have Allen a controversial. I've pick got a, to play Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Steve Nash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen to this for a pick. We glossed over this one. Stefan Marbury. Yeah. From fucking Coney Island. It doesn't yeah. look like Denzel, man. Like Stefan Marbury. What's that? He doesn't look like Denzel. Ray Allen doesn't look that much like Denzel either. Ray Allen can Ray play Allen Denzel's son. Like Denzel he looks like Denzel's yeah, okay. son. He does. Yeah. He could play yeah, Denzel's okay. son. Okay. Like, I, I like the movie. I've obviously picked it, so <laughs> Yeah. I thought it worked. I thought it was I thought it was a cool um like it gives you a bit of an insight of potentially what can happen to these, you know, these stars and, you know, coming into the NBA before they even get to the NBA. Um yeah, I thought I thought the the idea of you know the um, the governor actually giving Denzel's character a chance to try and convince his son to play for a certain team, go to a certain school. I thought that was interesting. Mm. Um, like, yeah, it's 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 um, yeah, it's good pick. Cool, Sid. Yeah, your second pick, mate. Charith, uh, I have one question for you. Hmm. How many feet are in a mile? Oh, really? Go on, Sid. How many feet are in a mile? Go on, Sid. Pick it. <laughs> it's 5,280 feet. Uh, my second pick is, I reckon, pretty obvious for me. Remember the Titans. Um, 
where yeah. he plays Herman Boone, which uh, I love this movie. It's a Disney movie, whatever, and it's you know the good guys kind of succeed at the end and all that sort of stuff. But he's so good in it, and it's another movie you can put on and watch a million times and probably not really get sick of. Um, good comedy stuff, fantastic uh, cameos from um, Donald Faison, Ryan Gosling, Kate Bosworth, like some people that ended up being like quite quite good and famous actors. You know, it's one of their early sort of their early work. I Cherith knows that I love this movie, so this is this is pick number two for me. I like it too, man. I, I actually saw the trailer. I watched the trailer today and thought, yeah, I could watch that again. I know it is, as you said, like a Disney movie. It's, it's a, there's there's many corny moments in it, but I just I still it, there's there'll be moments in the movie that give you goosebumps and they're yeah, it's it's a yeah. it's a fun watch. Yeah, it's and and he's great in it. You know, he can he can yep. do the whole inspiring coach thing, like the speech, but he can also be the hard ass and he can also be the nice guy. And when he talks to um, that big, big uh, offensive lineman and he's like, bring me your grades and I'll make sure that you, you know, you're getting good grades in school. He does everything right. So I just think it's a great, yeah. really great movie. Yep. No, that's a decent pick. So all you guys, I'm not, I'm not as big on Broom of the Titans as much as you guys. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's definitely rewatchable. Cool. Yeah, it is. My yeah. my 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 big thing mm. is the the other guy, the white coach, better coach. Yep. Yeah, better coach. He's a better coach. He he got the big play. Yeah. His defense was the best part of the team, and he had the big moment when he's like, "They won't forget the night they played the Titans," and that was when the team won. Not from Denzel. Yeah, but then he didn't say yeah. the words "Remember the Titans." He said, "He said they'll never forget <laughs> the night exactly. they, played they played the Titans." The Titans. It's like, yeah, you say the movie, say the name of the movie. Why? No, that was a better line. <laughs> like, Who cares about like face off. <laughs> yeah, right. I love, I, I love when they say like movie. No. Face off. I thought, I, thought, so funny. I thought that was a really that was the best like like in in game moment of the of the movie, and he, uh, yeah. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Your yep. third pick, Sid. Uh, my third pick is Philadelphia, um, nineteen ninety-three mm-hmm. film, very famously with Tom Hanks. We've discussed this being the crossover film for when Mike does his um, Tom Hanks run of like sixty movies or whatever he's going to do in a few weeks when he gets back from his holiday. Um, really good film. Uh, great Denzel lawyer stuff, which. Um, again, is another facet he's got where he's serious guy and he's the, the race, <clears throat> the race relations thing is obviously a big undertone of this whole film. And then the, um, the anti-gay yeah, I guess, I'd say, feeling of, I'd say the anti-gay and the AIDS thing was the more of the, the bigotry yeah. in that. Yeah. Um, is, is obviously a big undertone, but he just does, he balances it so well and plays just, just, it's like he he knows what that's like. I'm not not saying anything about Denzel's whatever he he thinks, but he just seems like he conveys that so well. How without necessarily saying it all the time, which I just thought was really good. Cool. Yeah. I, like yeah. '93, you can tell that these two guys are going to be like the two big, like uh, superstar actors of of the decade. Um, you know, Denzel, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks wins the Oscar for it, and he probably and deservedly so. 
um, and he probably has the the you know the bigger transformation in the movie. But Denzel's um, has a lot of subtle moments as as Joe Miller and uh, Jason Robards and Antonio Banderas and Mary Steinbergen and Bradley Whitford. It's a big cast. Good uh, good Bruce Springsteen and uh, and directed by Jonathan Demi, who's done a couple of movies with Denzel, and he famously directed Silence of the Lambs. Cool. Mm. Good pick. Michael. There you go. You got the knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going with American Gangster. Alrighty. Yeah. Now, American Gangster. Um, I, I love um, Russell Crowe and Denzel in this, mm. but I particularly love it when... Like, Russell Crowe just actually seems like Russell Crowe. Like, it's, he seems <laughs> like a real person. He's su- he's like he's such a good actor in this that it's like he's just like a, a normal cop. It, it just some of his, his looks that he gives to his like the other cops and stuff. He's just his acting is superb in this. But I love yeah. it when Denzel turns it up in this and oh, just turns yeah. into a psycho all of a sudden. He just flips a switch mm. yep. and like he'll he'll smash someone's head in with a piano. You meant to blot it, blot like, it, blot it. Yeah, blot that, this blot that. Yeah, simple motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like and. The, the my favourite scene, what I, I think my favourite scene is when he walks up. He he's sitting at breakfast with all his family. Yeah. On, in the in the city, and he just goes, "Excuse me for a moment." Walks up to um, Tango. The character's name is Idris Elba. Yeah. And the way he points the gun at him, he just brings the gun up like this motion, the the clean motion that he puts the gun up, and this is like, just shoots him in the head in the middle of the street. And I just think that scene is just like I, I I hadn't seen it in a number of years, and it still surprised me. I forgot that that happened. Um, yeah, and and then he just just walks back to breakfast like nothing happened. <laughs> it's it's insane. It's so good. Like yeah, I I can watch this movie over and over again. I think, and yeah, yeah. a lot of good actors in it. In this one, so. This is a much better Denzel and Russell Crowe collaboration than their other one, Virtuosity, which is trash. You guys pick it all in this podcast right now. Um, and and it's, it's another one. You know, we've been talking about it. It's like Denzel pits himself. Like, he's always... It's funny, he's won a, he's won a Best Supporting Actor nomination, but ever since that, like, his first few, few movies, he's just been a leading man throughout his whole career. And the only time yeah. he's kind of... He will share the screen really like as a like a proper co-lead is with a, a real contemporary you know the tom hanks the gene hackman's the russell crows julia roberts whatever um and yeah this is another one it's really and what a what a cast chiwetel oh this is a josh amazing brolin, josh brolin brolin is really Gino, good in it. you know yeah cuba yep. cuba gooding idris yep. common friggin you know Amanda Sante, it's huge, like a big cast. Um, yep. The I remember when this movie, like I first saw the trailer for this movie, I was so yep. fucking excited because I was like, this is going to be Goodfellas or, you know, The Godfather, like one of those, like, you know, Denzel and Russell Crowe in a gangster movie. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, and I think it lives up to the hype too. I, I, mm, it I, is. I personally thought it, it was, it's great. I didn't think it lived yep. up just because I think it kind of, maybe it wasn't stylized the way I wish it was, you know, yeah, Rid- Ridley okay. Scott, maybe Ridley Scott 
wouldn't have wasn't the perfect director. Do you know who was originally meant to direct this? Spike who? Lee. Really? Oh, yeah. Get no. the fuck out. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Can wow. you imagine that? And I'm not saying that the current movie is not amazing. It's no. Good. It's a really good movie and valid of being in the third round of, of the Denzel um, uh, draft. But I was just yeah. like, oof, Spike Lee. It would have oof. been... It, I just, I'm just interested to see the take on how it would have gone yeah. like with Spike Lee, like the difference it would have been. But I know what you're saying. Like yeah. this, you were expecting a different style of a type of movie mm. and... This this was, yeah. I, I I would have expected something different as well, but I'm I'm definitely happy to watch this. Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah, a number of times. I, I could just watch Russell Crowe's um, scenes in the Jay Z Jay Z doing the soundtrack. It was fucking cool as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yep. Cool. yeah, yeah. Cool, good pick. Also, uh, Ruby D plays his mum, like legendary African American actress. Just pops in as yeah, mom. yeah, very cool. Norman Reedus makes an appearance. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. John Ortiz. Yeah. There's, there's just a few, few really good guys. In this, well, yeah, like and, and uh, Armando Santo is the um, is like the Don is the Don. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he's just like the guy that you call when you need like a Don in a movie. <laughs> he's yeah, yeah. Like, he's, he's so good he's like that. Yeah, like exactly. Gotti and all these kind of guys. Like you need a Don, just call Armando Santo. He'll come in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. Yeah. All right. Yep. Uh, my third pick I'm going to just go with stuff I love so I'm going to go with another Tony Scott collaboration it's Unstoppable oh. yeah 2010 damn it that was my next one yep it's uh, good Denzel plays play caretaker to uh, or he's sorry plays kind of mentor in this one rather than kind of side by side young Chris Pine one of Quentin Tarantino's famously one of Quentin Tarantino's favorite movies but this movie is just ridiculously exciting it's just about a runaway train it's about a train that got stupidly by by a cast member of the remember the Titans football team yeah got stupidly put uh, on as a coaster and then this train just turns into a villain and I remember there's like a particular scene where these horses uh, had to be taken out of their um, their their uh, little the horse carriage or whatever you want to call it um, yep. trailer got got stuck on in the middle of the tracks, and the horses had to get taken out. And then suddenly this train transforms from being a a runaway train to a bad guy. And the music yeah. changes and the train just looks like an <laughs> unstoppable force. It's just a fucking train, right? Um, and yep. then and Tony Scott, this is like Tony Scott, peak Tony Scott. And I know we, we just talked about Ridley Scott, his brother in American Gangster. Um, and Tony Scott is obviously a very different director, super stylized, you know, over, over the top, cutting angles and helicopters and shit like that. Everything's moving fast and he's perfect for this movie. And... Denzel's just like a solid pro in this. Like, I'm not going to say this is like the great Denzel performance, but it's just an awesome Denzel movie. Um, yeah, Rosario Dawson. Um, there's a few. There's a few. Rosario is good in this. Yeah, she is. She is. She's um, really good in this. Yep. But um, yeah, it's just a fun movie. So uh, yeah. I've got, I've got Unstoppable as my third pick. 
It's it's one of the most has it one of the most frustrating starts where they're like they just he just like he's trying to trace chase the train down. It's like this big guy that's just like fucked up completely, and it's like, man, this could have all ended, and we wouldn't have had a movie, but this could have all ended <laughs> if you just fucking did the right thing. Get on that train, <laughs> <laughs> and and after it starts, it doesn't stop, does it, man? It's fast. No. It's just a, it's a fast movie the yeah. whole way. It's just it yeah, just it's good in. anyway. Um, yeah, and I remember. I remember when I first watched that one because I read a review by one of my kind of like the film critics I go to on it and he didn't like it at the time. Um, he's, oh, changed, right. he's changed his tune, but he didn't like it at yeah. the time. And uh, I, I, annoyingly, I went into the movie with that in, my, in the back of my head. Yeah. Anyway, and then when I saw, do you remember that cowboy guy? There's like one guy who's like a cowboy yeah, yeah. guy, and I remember seeing yeah, and him. And he's chasing, like, he's yeah. chasing, trying to chase it down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I remember seeing yeah. him, and I'm like, uh, what the hell? Like he was like a caricature, yeah. and I was like, uh, okay, yeah. you know, this is this looks like you know whatever. But then yeah. it just turned on me, and I was just like, oh my god, this is the most fun ever. Yeah, I think it ages really well. I it think does. the more you yeah. watch it, you actually yeah, yeah like it. Yeah. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Cool. That's my third pick. So nice. I've gone Spike Lee. I've gone Tony Scott. I've gone Tony Scott. I'm going to go back to Spike. Uh, so my fourth pick is one of the OG Denzel performances. It's Mo Better Blues. Uh, 1990, oh, yeah. Spike Lee. Yeah. Um, just an iconic, iconic uh, collaboration between the two of them at the time. And Wesley Snipes. Yeah, Wesley. Yeah, great. Like Wesley's in there. And uh, and I think at the time, because this was Spike's follow-up to Do the Right Thing, which is obviously just a landmark movie and angry. that's like mm. very angry Spike. And then this was Spike kind of just going full creative. Um, it's like yeah. a, a jazz drama, drama about a kind of self-absorbed trumpeter split between uh, some, you know, different women. And uh, Denzel is just so loose and he's got so much charisma in this movie. Kind of stands on its own in regards to the performance. And yeah, just uh, I've always liked it. Just a really great, really great movie that's aged, continues to age really well. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, your Spike's also in that movie as well. Um, also Samuel, yeah, yeah, Sam- stars in it too, Samuel yeah. Jackson as well. And John Turturro, a lot of uh, I mean, a lot of Spike Lee guys. That's like murderer's row of like black actors. Well, yeah, it's like John like, Turturro and like it's murderer's row of like Spike Lee guys, like and like Spike Lee guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, um, Bill Nunn. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Michael, your yeah. Oh, All sorry, right. Sid. Flavor Flav, your boy Flavor Flav's in it as well. Forgot to tell you that. <laughs> my boy. How is he, my boy? Flavor Flav. All right. Um, For the record, Charith and I have never once talked about Flavor Flav. <laughs> your boy. He's your boy. We've been friends for like five years and like it's never come up. <laughs> it's your boy, Flavor. Um, all right. Michael, your right. fourth pick, mate. Yep. All right. I'm coming in with the equalizer one. And ah, this I'm is. cross that off my yeah. list. I think it's a really cool movie. Yeah. I've got to say. List, it, but I get it. Yeah. You could you could say it's average, but man, it's fun to watch. Like he yeah. is he's taking his badass like 
at character to another level in this where he's just like this ultimate vigilante and when he takes people out he takes them out in such a cool way like they just make the most of the way he kills people in this movie it is so awesome to watch i mean it's very john wick-esque right it is Uh, exactly where he's just so clinical about it it's awesome i love that that style and where he's actually like He's looking. He's he's looking at all the angles and he's a- analyzing everyone, and it just turns into this slow motion thing where yeah. he's like, "All right, yeah. this is this is their weak point. This is there's a weapon over there. There's a weapon over there. I'm going to use all these things as weapons." It's just awesome, man. It is, and the bad guy in it is really good too. What's his hmm. name? Oh, I don't know what that actor's name is. Oh man, hang on. Um, oh Martin Martin Scott Scott Scott. Oh, I can't even pronounce it. He's Teddy anyway. The character Teddy, um, oh, really yeah, good yeah, in that. Yeah. yeah, Chloe Grace Moretz as well is the the girl that he's sort of sort of protecting in a way. She's been beaten up, and um, Denzel just goes nuts. I love it. Like, is this quiet guy that turns up at a coffee shop every night and like reads books? Simple life, but in like his 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 background is obviously someone that has done. You know, I can't remember what his background is. Must have been, you know assassin or something i don't know. i can't remember what it was but yeah cool as hell like ultimate vigilante sort of movie really another good. antoine fuqua fuqua but yeah yes. i mean yep. he just seems to line up with denzel when he's like hey hey denzel just turn it up to 11 and yeah and he just does that yeah love yeah. it love it cool all right that's a cool movie See, I got, yeah. yeah yeah your last two picks uh, is Round it off. My, my last two picks. So my my fourth pick is going to be a movie I actually talked with you about the other day, Charith, um, and it's a book that I also really like. It's The Pelican Brief. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm a fan of John Grisham books. I mean, I've read a ton of John Grisham books and my dad sort of got me to read them when I was younger as well. So most of the books he's turned into movies I really like. Um, it's, it's a young Julia Roberts. It's early-ish Denzel. Uh, 1993 and it's a bit slow it's very parts, slow it's it very does, slow and it does yeah <laughs> and it does take a while for you to understand like that they're getting shot at about a file that is about you know a pelican habitat you know this is essentially one of the, the the main plot point in the film but it is it's just like well acted and he does the you know reporter being chased by someone because he's uncovered a secret like that kind of thing really well um, Julia Roberts is awesome in it. Yeah. Interestingly, he refused to kiss Julia Roberts in that movie. Did he? Oh. So in the book, like I don't know if you remember the book, like they they have a they like have a romantic relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Denzel kind of said no, like he wasn't gonna. It was something to do with the lack of black actresses in Hollywood and him always being pitted mm. with that. But Denzel's not really the romantic guy anyway. Like, he's not really... No, that's not no, his side. No, I mean, um, he didn't bring up Big Willie and the twins or anything. Yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> another... another, another um, yeah. <laughs> another good. thing is he's got, um, he's got him and Julia back together next year in a movie on Netflix. Um, really? I forgot oh. the name of it, but they've got a movie coming out next year. Oh, is that... Um... Is that book. called the? Is it called the Little Things? No, that's, no. that's already come out. Little there. Things has already oh, that's been out released. Already. Yep. That's out already. That's out already. Yeah, I don't know. No, no, no. It's a it's a new it's a new movie that's I think it's still in production. So, oh, um, interesting. Yeah, it'd be he's, nice. He is playing later. Macbeth 
He is he's playing, playing Macbeth, Macbeth in a Joel in a Joel Cohen movie, yes. which I think is interesting. That'll be interesting. That, I'm um, pretty excited about that. Um, I'm pretty excited too. Macbeth is my favorite Shakespeare, and yeah, I love Denzel. He loves like, Shakespeare. He he really yeah. likes Shakespeare. I'm not a big Shakespeare guy, but I'm a big Denzel guy, so I'm okay with that. Um, so that that was pick number four yeah. was Pelican Brief, uh, and Stanley, uh, to round it out, can I just say Stanley Tucci as yep. the killer in that, which is so like un Stanley Tucci because now he just plays like yeah. Meryl Streep's best friend in every movie. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's like it was quite quite um, quite weird seeing him with a with hair and as a killer. Cool. Uh, and my fifth pick. Uh, one, because I actually really like this movie, and two, because I can't pick five films without choosing this, uh, is The Bone Collector. Yeah. Oh. No. Um, I, I actually Michael, like this up. movie. Michael, you're up, Michael. No, I like man, this movie too. Dr- really? You like I'm, that movie? Mate, yeah, you're I'm supporting Sid on this. I like this movie. and, and I actually, It's early Angelina. Yeah, it's exactly. Denzel Washington in a wheelchair for the whole movie and all he can move is his finger and his eyes. And it's pretty like, and his mouth, I he can talk. Um, he does a really good job of it. Uh, he's, it's a, whatever, it's a murder, mystery, serial killer mystery. Uh, pretty schlocky as far as that's concerned. But the way they've, the way they got him to be a, um, be a detective that could only basically use his brain to do stuff. Uh, and ha- basically have Angelina Jolie be his, um, you know, his arms and his legs and, and be able to carry out a lot of the things that he would normally have done. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Um, uh, Such a and weak there was movie. like twist oh. at the end. What a- <laughs> Sounds like it's me a- on the last podcast we did, Charles. It's just a trash a- movie. Directed by an Australian as well, Philip Noyce. Um, yeah, just well useless. done. Well done, yes. Philip. You made a great movie. Yeah. Good work, Phil. Phil yeah. Queen, Lati- Philip Queen Latifah's Noyce. in it. Philip Noyce has made a lot of good movies and The Bone Collector's not one of them. Shout out to Phil. Um, yeah, if you listen. Um, <laughs> Queen Latifah, Louis Guzman. Like, I I make no apologies. I just, I like this film. So he's bedridden for most of the movie. And Except he... the last, like, four seconds. Yeah, and doesn't he? he bites the guy's neck and that, that's how he kills him. Yeah. yeah, doesn't he use his? What does he use his hand or his his mouth? His or finger. He can move his finger. Right. Like one yeah, finger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I just think um, I haven't watched it in years, but there was a because I've got it on DVD. There was a time, <laughs> you know, over a number of years where I actually watched it quite a few times. I just kept putting it on. It's like maybe it was like one of the one of the movies I watched with a hangover. It's just like yeah, I know what's going to happen. Put it on. It's an easy watch. I'm going to enjoy it. Me and, and me and my mum like like this movie a lot. Every yeah. time it's on, it's one of those movies that both of us will sit down and watch. Yeah, it's and I think Angelina and Denzel actually have a good. No, they don't. In this movie. No, they don't. I think I'm they so do. Sorry. I think they do. Oh, I there's something. Oh, I think it works. I, For me, really it works anyway. For me, it seems like like <laughs> you're not trying that at hard. a time like, when I don't... at a time when we had movies like Seven. And there was like even like stuff like Kiss the Girls and stuff like that. This was such. I'm a not weak saying this is as good as Seven. When this, I'm like, not saying that this either. This was such a weak offering. It was such a disappointment. And um, I don't even like Angelina that much as an actor, but in this one, I think she works well with Denzel. And maybe Denzel just brings it out. I don't know. I don't know. I, I enjoyed it, and you can't take that away from us, Cherith. Oh, we enjoyed shit. it. <laughs> 
Team right. Bone Collector for life. <laughs> yeah. Suck it. No worries. No worries. I'll print those Sid, those Sid Cunt Draft t-shirts are coming out soon. <laughs> All right, uh, Michael, no, that's, your last That's pick. my five. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to take... I'm going to take... Oh, all right. There's a couple there, but I'm going to take flight. It's been it's been a while since I watched it, but I remember enjoying it. I think I just I enjoyed the the way he <laughs> he he was just like he was full on in that, wasn't he? Like I'm trying to remember how he was in the, like he was just full on with drugs and everything. I just remember him being completely like wasted. Yeah, I reckon this is one of those movies where the actual movie itself like might not yep. have been that good, but Denzel just elevates it. He exactly he, gives, he made I it. reckon he gives one of his greatest performances in this movie. Um, yeah. and I can't really think it's one of those movies where I can't really think of anyone else doing it without making it like a caricature, like a satire, like almost yep. too much. Yep. He yeah. makes it real. Yeah, he makes it so real. And the the yeah. way, like the emotion he gets when he hears that, you know, people have died. Like he's actually a low-key. He's like a really good crier, Denzel. Yeah. Like he's obviously like, you know, you, you haven't, you're not going to pick it, but obviously Glory, you know, where he won the Oscar, he's yeah. famous for that single tier. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a really, really good, that's a, that's good value in the fifth round, I'd say. Like, yeah, and I think if imagine if Denzel wasn't in that movie and it was someone else, it could have been yeah, like it, it could have been rubbish, couldn't it? No, it like he, it yeah, no, I reckon, I reckon it would have been trash. Yeah, yeah, 100%. like he just like that's the thing. Some of the movies with him, that's how good he is. You just you could watch him even if it's shit, and there's not many actors that you could like could carry a movie that much. Mm. Um, yeah, like Daniel Day Lewis is one of those guys that you could probably watch and just like him just doing the basic basic shit like Denzel's that sort of person you know so yeah mm. yeah yeah cool good value that's good. it that's really good that's value it. in the fifth round yeah, yeah right. it's pretty good my last pick I'm gonna go with what I think is his second greatest role second greatest performance not necessarily second greatest movie um, yeah. and the movie's called Fences 2016 um Denzel directs the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, it's himself and Viola Davis. She wins the Oscar. Again, one of those like, you know, back and forth. They play husband and wife. It's, you know, just a really great um, back and forth. Denzel actually won the Tony for playing this performance uh, on stage. And he, it's it's actually an August Wilson play. Um Denzel quite famously got the rights to produce all of August Wilson's plays, most notably this one and then um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which Denzel produced. Obviously, Chadwick Boseman will, and mm. Viola Davis are both nominated for Oscars for that one as well. And, you know, I think he's going, Denzel's going to produce and maybe direct or act in quite a few of them moving forward. Um, but he started with Fences, um, you know, just a... A great interpretation. He's he directs it beautifully as well. It's a tale of struggle. He plays this kind of broken, almost angry individual. I actually at one stage was like, is this his greatest performance? 
Um, he doesn't win the Oscar. He gets nominated. He loses to Casey Affleck for Man- uh, Manchester by the Sea, which is, yeah, excellent. You can't really argue with it too much. But, yeah, I'd highly recommend you watch it. You just need to brace yourself for it because he's, you know, a pretty kind of angry dude. He likes the booze and, yeah, you know, really tries to break people around him, really pushes people around him. Um, but, yeah, just a, a powerful performance. Yeah, mm. I have to admit I haven't I haven't watched it yet, but it's one that when I saw the the trailer for it, I thought that that looks like it, yeah, could be good. So yeah, it's one of those movies where you like, uh, you you might you let's say if you see it on Netflix, you know there's movies yep. that you'll see it on Netflix, you'll add it onto your list, yeah, or you know your to watch list or whatever. Um, it'll take a while to watch it though. It'll take a while to yep. finally muster up the. I wouldn't say courage, but like muster up the the kind of fortitude to want to watch it because um, yeah. it's a lot easier to watch the Equalizer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like this, <laughs> like you're waiting, you're waiting for a certain mood to watch a certain yeah, movie. It's and a lot that easier mood to watch just never comes. Inside yeah. Man for the yeah. you know 60th time yeah. than to watch Fences yeah. for the first time. But yeah. I promise you, once you like actually watch it, um, you'll yeah. you'll be really you'll be really satisfied. And I yeah. also promise you, you probably might, you might not watch it again. You might just, yeah. like, you, you'll be yeah. happy it, with that once, but it'll be good. I was going to say, it's probably not a rewatchable movie at all, but it's like that. No. The, what, there's, there's great movies I've seen that it's like, yep, that was a great movie, but I don't know if I could just sit through it again. Yeah. But I'm glad I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. I don't know how rewatchable Malcolm X is either. It's a great movie, yeah. and I've certainly watched yep. it probably, I've watched it over 10 times. Um, but yeah. every time I've watched it, it's it's like I like I'm like gearing myself up to watch it, um, which is yeah. no coincidence that that was the yeah. last movie I watched before this podcast. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I, I kind of had a feeling that it like I would get it because I kind of didn't yeah. I, w- I didn't think it would go, so I knew that it would be my first pick. But um, yeah, cool. All right, well, so just to recap, the Denzel draft. Sid had the first pick. His picks were Training Day, Remember the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll be Sid. Training Day, Remember the Titans, Philadelphia, Pelin- Pelican Brief, and The Bone Collector. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Michael uh, had the second pick. His picks were in, uh, Inside Man, He Got Game, American Gangster. Equal, the Equalizer and Flight. And I had the third pick. And my picks were Malcolm X, Crimson Tide, Unstoppable, Mo Better Blues, and Fences. Um, you can yeah. really see there's like a big Spike Lee. Yeah, there was four Spike Lee movies and two, yeah, two... Um, Tony Scott movies. Two, hey, two, I'm, two Antoine Fuqua. I'm disappointed. Only two Tony Scott movies. I thought yeah. one of you guys would take Man on Fire. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing. There's a big list, isn't there? Yeah. So what's um, what's the note? What's I'll the still... what's your what's right. your um maybe maybe if we both all give three H. Yep. Because otherwise okay. we're just one person's just going to be naming all of them. So Michael, any okay. any honourable mentions on your end? Yep. I'm going to say. I actually enjoyed his performance in Roman J. Israel Esquire. Yep. I think he was, I think he played it well. 
interesting movie. And I actually, Oscar nominated. Yep. I thought, yeah, I thought it was good. That's um, another one like Flight where yep. he elevates yeah. uh, what could have been exactly. an average movie and he just makes it a, yep. a, a really good movie or a, a, a good movie. Yeah. What and, else? And what's his name in it also? The Irish actor. Um, Colin Farrell. Yeah. Colin Farrell. I liked Colin Farrell in this, but I think it worked like without Denzel, it would have been yeah, it would have very, been. very average. Yeah, sure. I think Denzel just, oh man, he did, he did well in that. Nice. Um, the little things I didn't like overall as a, mm. like, am I, am I going next again? Like three, three for me or? You can have two or three, two or three each. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably have two. So you go for it. Yeah. yeah. I'll just say the little things like for three quarters or four fifths of the movie, it was like, they it was they had me on edge. They had me wondering and guessing and trying yeah. to figure figure stuff out. And I think Denzel was. I actually thought that movie was going so well, and I, I liked his performance in it. And that was something where, um, if it ended differently, it, yeah. it would have completely changed the movie. You, but, you're um, the, all the critics are in complete agreement with you. I think that's the general yeah. thing. That, and apparently the ending. Oh, I haven't really? seen it yet, but apparently the endings of Dog's Breakfast. It's just weird. Like yeah. what? What the? F- like I like, man. Bring it home. Like they didn't need to do that much to do that. Like, but I he he did well in that. He it was good. I mean, there was some good performances all out. Actually, there was I heard great that, characters in it. So. I heard that Rami Malek's just like, what the hell is he doing? Like he's just all over the place. I'm not a big you know, Rami Malek he, guy, but yeah. Maybe I'm yeah. biased against him. He, yeah. he makes it interesting because he plays a very unusual character and the way he is anyway, the way he acts, is, it makes it interesting. So, okay. Yeah. Um, Any last pick? Yeah, I'll just say that. The last one? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll you don't say, need to um, go through the whole uh, biography. You just name them. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. No, no, no. Go I'm on. Just, go on. I'm, yeah, no, you get, you get named them, you get one line. I get one <laughs> line. Bang. Yep. Sid, why are you so far away, Sid? Oh, am I? Yeah. Sorry, maybe my mic's doing weird yeah, stuff. Is that better? That's better. Sorry, sorry. Uh, for the cast, I'm going to say, just for the cast alone, Manchurian Candidate. Um, that's a great... One. That's a, uh, That could have been in the draft, yeah. man. Yeah, it could yeah, have been. it really could have. I thought one of you guys would take it. That's another Jonathan insane, Demi movie. movie. Yep. Yep. And I've got to say one of the most... The best assembled casts in any movie in the history of movies. So I'm surprised we didn't take it. I just looked at it and thought, fuck. Just then, I just thought because I got next to it, written amazing cast. Have you like, seen? Yeah. Have you seen the original? No, I haven't. Yeah, uh, it's it like obviously that one is it's like a different time, but highly recommend watching both. Like the original has Frank Sinatra in the lead. Um, yep. But yeah, just uh, obviously this one you can tell it's really directed during that Bush era, but uh, yeah, the the original the originals um, uh, very good as well. So, yeah, I cool. mean, without me saying too much, you can go through the cast if you want, but it's ridiculous. Like, I remember Liv Shriver's in that, John Voight's in Meryl that. Street, Meryl Streep, John Voight, um, Vera Famiga, Anthony Mackie's Ted in Levine. that, Jeffrey yep. Wright's in that. Uh, that's all I can think of. Actually, I remember more being in it, but that's weird. Maybe a. Yeah, that's, anyway. a, that's a pretty good um, cast. Like Meryl Streep, yeah. John Voight, and Denzel. Meryl Streep, <laughs> Denzel. Yeah, exactly. It's insane. Yeah, and Anthony Mackie's uh, The Falcon. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, 
Yeah. All right. All right you nice. Guys? Sid, you got a few? Um, um, maybe one, one, maybe two. Um, the Hurricane '99, yeah. sort of semi, semi biographical. I had that. Yep. Yep. yep that's um, good. Uh, boxing, another good like sort of sports boxing movie. Um, and then the only other one that I had was, where was it? Oh, um, I didn't mind this movie, but it got it got canned. John Q, where he's like the dad of the guy of the kid who yep. is um in the hospital. It's a bit, I guess it's a little hand fisted at times, but he's pretty good in it. So yeah, that's it's another sort of another like he's really good in it. John Woods is good in. Yeah. Uh, James Woods is good in that. James Woods, yeah, as the um, as the cop. Yeah. I had the hurricane. No, the, doctor, the hurricane the would have been my next pick if I had a six pick. Um, but the other two I. I had was uh, Devil in a Blue Dress, um, really good like crime caper, like detective movie, um, highly recommend it. Don Cheadle, like young Don Cheadle plays a character named Mouse and he's a revelation in that. It's like just standout Don Cheadle. Um, pre-Audemars Pigo. Pre-Audemars, pre-being <laughs> being, like memorable <laughs> friends with uh, AP CEOs. Um, and my other yeah. last pick was 1992, Sid, so disappointed you didn't have this. Mississippi Masala. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? <laughs> thought it was a, I haven't seen it. thought it was it. a bit on the nose. I've oh, seen it what once. a great, what really? a fun movie. Directed by Mira Nair, um, the uh, Indian-American, uh, I think she's Indian-American director who also directed Monsoon Wedding, which is a good movie. Um, yeah. And Denzel falls in love with the Indian girl. Love it. Yeah. It's actually Represent. Denzel's like, kind of like, <laughs> Represent. It's, one of, it's one of Denzel's like sexiest <laughs> like handsome, sexy roles. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, he falls in love with uh, Sarita Chowdhury, uh, one of Sid's um, mm. many, many, many cousins. So um, <laughs> um, yeah, so check out Mississippi Malapa, Mal- not Malapa, Masala. Masala. <laughs> um, lot of lot of cheeky phone conversations because obviously she is a Indian girl, so can't just be going out with like dudes. Um, so she they have to do a lot of stuff over the phone. Um, so yeah, there you go. Cool. No wrong answers other than Bone Collector, maybe. Um, but yeah, Denzel, you know, respect from Popcorn. Popcorn loves Denzel. Have you made an honest review? Jump onto fifthwrist.com and read real takes by real owners about their watches. And of course, get involved and write about what's on your wrist. Fifthwrist.com is your independent space to talk watches. Sid. Yeah. This is a huge I, moment. I can't believe we're doing this. We're this doing is epic. Okay. This is crazy. This is epic. Yeah, I can't believe it hasn't been done before. Sid, we're doing your deserted island. Are you ready? Outrage. I'm not even sure if I'm ready, but let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Let's go. You know how this works, I'm sure, by now. <laughs> no, right, <Sid>. please <laughs> explain to me and to the listeners how this works. Let's go. Deserted <laughs> island. You're in it for at least 30 years before I rescue you <laughs> on a tugboat. Um, you've got one watch that you currently own that you can take on Desert Island. What is it? Uh, Tudor Black Bay original ETA movement, no question. Yeah, um, good choice. Uh, red, red bezel, love that watch. Is my first real big boy watch. Um, go anywhere, do anything sort of thing. Yeah. Um, absolutely love it. The second yeah. Black Bay, the second of that, well, is I picked that very one. 
specific model. Yeah, Michael Woods also wearing the yep. Tudor Black Bay. Very good. Uh, very serviceable, very serviceable yep. um, movement. Yep. I reckon in 30 years, if I took a tools kit with me, I could probably teach myself how to service it. You'd, yeah, it's, it's, it, you'd figure it out. Yep. That one is, that one's great. Love it. All right. One watch that you don't own that you wish you could take on the island with you. What is it? So this one was really hard. And then I eventually settled on something. I want the George Daniels Grand Complication Pocket Watch. <laughs> oh, man. That is awesome. It is off the chain. I love everything George Daniels and Roger Smith. I just think they're the most beautiful watches. Yep. Um, it's perpetual calendar, moon phase. It's big. It like, you know, can you sort of hold it in your hand? It's a pocket watch. Um, it's just something that'll sort of make me happy for a really long time. And it's, if you just look at the thing, it is phenomenal. That's, that's a great choice. You got to keep it away from the water. Yeah, I'm not, that's not but I, I like hang it from a tree. Yeah. It'll be, but and, you could wear like both your watches at the same time as a pocket watch. Like, yeah. I like it. Yeah. 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 Like that, um, that, that is insane. If you can imagine that he made every component by hand incredible yeah and just i like i said i love everything george daniels and roger smith i think they're just two of the most incredible watchmakers yeah. uh, and it, even if even if you discount discount their sort of or george daniels even if you discount the fact that it's all made by hand and hand turned machines and stuff yeah just the design is gorgeous like yeah. the proportions are really nice um, the hands are so unique and beautiful. It's just everything he makes is incredible. So th- that's the thing. To make a pocket watch by hand, just a regular pocket watch time only, is difficult enough. Like yep. not many people can do this. The, the fact that he handmade complications is, is absolutely insane. Like, yep. it is, like it's a repeater as well. It is like, also a repeater. That's right. To hand make, a, uh, like I don't know if anyone else is ever going to repeat that sort of feat like it's it's insane like these days i don't think anyone will because the use of mach- the use of computer now is is used like that, that, that that's, yeah. that's just they're heavily heavily just used cut, now cuts no down one. your time by so much as well right it's yeah. just not really needed. and the ability but. to be able to design stuff on computer whereas he just he just made it like yeah crazy. like he can see he are you presumably he conceived this with pen and paper which is yeah. just mind-boggling yep exactly that's it. Like. Off to a cracker. Off to a cracker. Uh, well, yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually just going to read the complications. Yeah. Instantaneous perpetual calendar, meaning yeah. sort of midnight, ticks mm. over. Retro, with retrograde date, leap year and moon phase. There is a thermometer. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a uh, minute repeater. Yep. Um, and a tourbillon. Yep. It also tells the time in case you're wondering. Yeah. Where's the thermometer? The thermometer. The oh, thermometer? no, actually, it keeps going. Sorry, there's more. Um, there's a power reserve equation of time, which is useful on an, on basically only on an island. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and uh, an annual calendar. Where's yeah, the thermometer? Just in- incredible. Um, it is. Well, I'm trying to find it. So it's so you don't the, have it the yet. The thermometer should Sid. be That's the what mechanism you're saying. You don't have the... it on you. <laughs> the me- the mechanism for the thermometer should be on the do- under the dial Is it ar- side around. Yeah, I think it's like yeah, right. So making the mechanism for the thermometer thermometer is actually the easiest part of the watch because it's just a, it's like a little, from memory it's a long spring. Yeah. Um, but 
fucking perpetual calendar and repeater to, to my, like outrageous isn't it? it's insane yeah Jeez. like the tourbillons for what he made tourbillons the tourbillon is relatively easy to make and it's yeah. still it's still difficult to make but compared to the to my, make a perpetual calendar like some of the other stuff that's on there yeah yeah insane Mate, good job i like this yep. this is off yeah. to a cracker that i'm is, pumped about this question yeah that, that impressed me sid that yeah, impressed me very that's very good it. yeah I'm pumped about this next question. Sid, you got yep. three movies <laughs> to take on the island with you. What are they? Number one is Hot Fuzz. I knew it. I love it. Charith Charith knows my absolute love for this movie. Yep. Um, yep. I could probably act it out. I probably don't need the movie. I could probably act out every scene. Um, just, just like I could play all the parts. I could play all the parts. I stand by that. <laughs> Sid, Sid, uh, Sid knows Hot Fuzz and Hot Fuzz knows Sid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love those movies. Those like there's there's also um, the what's the zombie trilogy, one? Yeah, um, uh, um, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're great. yeah which is also excellent. I think Hot Fuzz is the best one of the trilogy. Yeah, um, and you go into them with not very much expectations, and it's just they they just impress you. Like uh, so every good. time you watch them, you learn yep. something new, and that's what I yeah. love about. Like, yeah, yeah. there's so many little like Easter eggs. That's it's awesome. Yeah. And Ed, Edgar yeah, Wright, such a good director. Um, obviously, yep. but yeah, no, good job. Um, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Uh, yep. it's, it's also stacks of like uh, performances by really good and famous English actors that just like are in it playing these idiots. Like it's really funny. Giant yeah. cast. Um, Giant cast. Yeah. 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 If you want to just, I can bang out a few if you need me to, Sid. Um, yeah, go. Tim, I know them. Tim Dalton, Jimmy Broadbent, Bill Nye, Paddy Considine, who I love. Olivia Coleman, yeah. who's hilarious in it, pre She's really funny. pre Oscar yep. Olivia Coleman, um, Martin Freeman, obviously Bill Bailey, Ed Woodward, Lucy Punch, Rafe Spall, um, yeah, it's a just a great cast. But uh, oh, and Stephen Merchant, obviously, um, you know, just Stephen yeah. Merchant as right. as yeah. as P.I. Staker, Piss Taker, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taker, yeah. phenomenal, really, um, yeah, really, oh, and oh, David Bradley, who is. Filch in um, yeah in uh, Harry Potter's. So there you go. And also he's in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The... So um, yeah. good, good first movie. Second movie, Sid. Uh, you're going to be less less excited about my second movie. It's um, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, love it. Um, Such a wank. Uh, Charith, I don't think Charith thinks it's a boring pick. Uh, I know, I know that Kathy thinks it's a boring pick. Um, She's told me many times, but I really like that movie. Uh, and it's one, it's, you know, it's a movie you watch. It kind of gives you hope of getting off the island, right? Um, or, or escaping your your fate. And uh, it's another movie I've seen a million times and I just I just loved it bits. I think it's awesome. Um, so that's my second movie. Where were and you in th- 1994, Charith? Sorry? What were you doing in 1994? I was watching Pulp Fiction, the best movie of that year. Right, Man, I just can't believe you can say Shawshank was like you don't. Oh like no, no, it I didn't say it's a bad movie. I didn't say it's a bad movie. It's a you just don't like a, it. it. No, I didn't say I don't like it either. I just no, don't. He just thinks it's a boring. I just thing. don't. Oh. I just don't believe in this like this whole movement post Shawshank. Like once we move into the internet movement of like, oh, Shawshank movie is the greatest movie ever made. I just don't believe in that, and that's fine. That's that's okay. Like. It's just weird that I just found it weird that every like there's this huge population of people that think this is the greatest movie ever made, because um, it's 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 not. 
but that's okay. It's difficult it's to, to I, actually I, say. It's I difficult don't think it's to the say greatest, it's the greatest movie ever made. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's highly rewatchable. Oh no no. I'm not it's saying. I'm not saying you yeah. like you guys are saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah, yeah. there is like this whole like. I know these people that like just like live and die with Shawshank and. Um, yeah. yeah. It's it's a very good movie. Frank Darabont um, directed. It's probably one of the best Stephen King adaptations. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, no, no, that's it's a good and movie. like and that isn't like a you know weird horror movie like it's yeah it's yeah, a, yeah yeah um and yeah. and and a solid like a solid supporting cast as well so yeah, yeah. Um, um that's my second movie cool. and my third movie I've gone a little lighthearted but is is my favorite Disney movie is Aladdin nice wow um, I could I could watch Aladdin a thousand times and really I have. yeah it's yeah. my favorite one I think it's awesome. Um, the original cartoon version, yeah. obviously. Yep. Do you reckon yep. that's a brown guy thing? Because I also love Aladdin. <laughs> it, it could be, it could be, but I think it's got like it's got great songs. It's just a, a Robin Williams is amazing. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just really great. It's a great movie. I, I'm I'm just all in on that. Good job. Three good, three very good movies. Yeah. Um, yep. Favorite soundtrack or album for the island. This one was probably the hardest one that I had to come up with. Um, and the one that I probably think is well-rounded enough for me to not get too bored of it too quickly would probably be Red Hot Chili Peppers' Californication. Yeah. Really? Um, okay, cool. I, I like pretty much every song on that album. Um, and I know the words to most of them, uh, if not all of them. And I've been listening to that album since basically since it came out. And um, I, I like the Chili Peppers. And I think Californication was was probably the beginning of the end for, for, I guess, quality of their music. By the way, was also really good. But I think this was a really great album. So that's that's my pick. See. Have you read Anthony Gahita's um, Scar, book? Scar Tissue? No. Yeah. I've read the first chapter and it's oh. wild, but I've never finished it. <laughs> man, I, I that that was a that's a good book. Yeah. Really good book. Man, you yeah. You should you should try and get through it. It's fantastic. Yeah. 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 I, it's not that I didn't like it. Like I read the first chapter and then I put it down. I just for some reason I never got around to it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll have to Yeah. It's it's crazy, man. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Sick. Um yeah, I love I love that film. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that uh, that album. Yeah, it's good. Good album. All right, last question, Sid. You got two uh, friends to come on the island with you from movies or TV. Who are they? Yeah. Um. So I've gone with. I want to make my life on the island as easy as possible. Yeah. Um. So number one is going to be Clark Kent or Superman. Uh, <laughs> Whatever he's got powers, he can do whatever. And and which which one? Can, um, I could be funny and say Dean Kane, but maybe not. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, honestly, <laughs> is Terry Hatcher coming as well? No, Terry Hatcher is not coming. <laughs> um, not not honestly, I don't mind. It's it's more about the powers than the actual person, but um. The person that seems pretty fun is uh, probably the Henry Cavill. He seems like a cool guy. Yeah. Okay, Henry Cavill. Um, and then the other one would be like the brains 
of that operation, and it would be um, MacGyver. Oh, have we because ever had MacGyver on there? No, we haven't. I, I reckon he's oh. the one that'd be able to figure out how to use the trees and coconuts to to make things that will make my life actually easy on the island. Like make and a like Superman make a radio could use stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, Superman could use like laser vision and stuff to actually build it. So that's my like team. Mm. I've got to say, Sid, that is a that's a good pick. You you're not staying on that island for very long. First no, of all, you are. Superman 30, 30 could just years. you're stuck on them for 30 Super, years. Superman could just pick you and MacGyver up and just fly you so, to. That's not the rule. Is, the rule is that's Superman has all his powers, but he's not allowed to fly you off the island. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. That's the island for thirty years, man. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. That's frustrating yeah. for him knowing that he could do that. Damn. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, man. When you and Henry Cavill and bloody MacGyver are sitting there watching Shawshank Redemption. It's going to be a very masculine night together. Yeah, it it's going to be a lot of. It's not a pina colada. It's yeah. not a pina colada. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it, Michael. That was good. <laughs> oh, That's very good. funny. And then um, you've got MacGyver's a good pick, man. Honestly, man, you've got Hot Fuzz, Shawshank Redemption, and Aladdin. You pretty much got Olivia Coleman in a few scenes. That's the only woman in any of those movies. <laughs> You're not going to see any women for a long time. Oh man, let's cook up some sausages. Yeah. I I thought I I thought long and hard about that. No pun intended. And I <laughs> I decided that I I want to be comfortable <laughs> on the island. Yeah, out of them, man. I almost, I almost spat my wine out over <laughs> over the laptop then. Uh, so that's that's my desert island. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh god. Oh no. No, no, no. Yeah. That's nice. Hey, that's a really that was that was <laughs> that was fun. Good deserted island. This is a historic moment. Sid did his deserted island. Um, thank you for that, Sid. And that was great. Yeah, it was. It was t- the. I reckon that the album was difficult, and mm-hmm. the one, the one watch I wish I had was probably the hardest one because yes. there's just so many. I reckon um, you but, yeah, smashed that. I'm happy with them both. I reckon you absolutely yeah. knocked that one out of the park with that George. Davis yeah, you did. You did well there, yeah, man. Like, yeah. yeah, MacGyver's a good one. I did, never would. Yeah, should have thought of that. But um, mm-hmm. the album is the hard one. Like, I basically yeah. had to get drunk. And just start going through Spotify and like, yeah. all right, what's what's what am I enjoying now? Like, yeah, so much stuff. So, yeah, good picks though. Nice. All right. Yeah. Well, boys, I think we should start wrapping it up because we're get, we're getting wow. there. That's a Woods special. It's a Michael Woods. Michael Woods has come in. He's striked. He's, 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 this is like this is how he's trying to like work us over over two and a half watchmakers. He's just coming in, fucking talking about bloody flight for yep. forty five minutes, and he leaves. Yep. I'm getting the time in there. I don't do that many episodes, but man, the time the time counted. That is the longest is I've ever heard anyone talk about the equalizer in my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's do some Instagram recommendations before we sign off. Mr. Woods, we'll start with you. All right. I'm going to start with a uh, Time Dealer Hotmail. 
um, one that, of my, that one a, of my customers. Email or that's that's his, that's his Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> nice, really nice guy. Visited me um, fairly recently with some watches to to get me to service and and yeah, he's he's been through some been through some tough health issues and like really great attitude. Just think he's yeah he's fantastic so okay. got some really good rolexes on there like yeah that's some nice he's a, stuff he, nice. he loves rolex obviously yeah um yeah but he's yeah nice guy and um yeah hopefully get to catch up with him soon to hand him back some watches so yeah cool his name's oh. andy yep cool awesome awesome all right um sid uh, my one this week is more uh, isn't isn't really a watch recommendation, but it's a um, it's more of a business recommendation. It's while things are opening up across Australia and you can go and do stuff. I reckon you should get to Country Victoria, a place called Traralgon, um, oh, yeah. and the Instagram is V three eight four four, so T H E and then the numbers three eight four four. It's a it's a bar uh, in Traralgon where I did my medical training and. They've got, they're just about to open like a, basically a taqueria um, as part of the bar. And I uh, just thought I'd give them a shout out and get people out there. If you're in the Gippsland area, um, run by a very good friend of mine, Rishi. He was a legend, uh, makes a great drink, makes a great taco. So oh, go, that's uh, Rishi. Rishi's moved. That's Rishi from. Um... That's Rishi from Madras Brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's where he started. Good He's guy. like three and four fours his baby. Yeah. Yeah, nice. All Good right. pick. Nice yep. one. Nice one. Nice one. Um, okay, and my pick is uh N A double N E O T H E R watch. An other watch. Um it's uh a Sydney um watch collector and she's got some awesome pieces. You'll see the Pepsi, you know, straight up, and she's got some interesting Cartiers and um, tends to wear more male watches, but I've seen some, like, Piaget's and um, some, you know, just kind of really cool watches in there. Um, but other than that, just seems like a nice person and good for a conversation. Nice. Cool. So it's A-N-N-E. Yeah, so and like, like her name. Yeah. And um, yep. other watch. <clears throat> A-N-N-E-O-T-H-E-R watch. Pepsi, mm-hmm. ceramic Pepsi, and yeah. yep, some Cartier, some yep. cool stuff. Good, good stuff. Awesome. Yep. Michael Woods, you've done it again. Yep. I've. You've joined I can't us. Believe we didn't need a toilet break tonight. I can't believe. I, I thought that you were going to go toilet break. I'm yeah. amazed you didn't. No, crazy. But I don't even a, need to go. What an episode we've had! Uh, invasion from the watch regulator. We've had dropouts. We've had all sorts of things, all in the name of Denzel. Yeah, like an epic. It's like an epic movie. Yeah, no, no, it was a pleasure once again. And yeah, as I said, any time I'd love. Yeah, I'll be I'll be taking <laughs> a couple of weeks off movies. Movies now. I'll be reading books for the next two weeks. But um, yeah, any any time. Well, enjoy your break, mate. People still read today, Cherith. Like people still like to read books. So All right. um, we should actually have a little segment at the end. We, we should. Like I own this podcast or something. You, you guys <laughs> should have like a little segment where, because it's a pop, popcorn, like I think books belong there. You just have like a little tiny segment where you, you know, recommend a book. Yeah. Or don't you read? 
See, I can only recommend one book every like six months because I yeah. don't have time to read like read for pleasure. I only read on holidays. Well, it probably like, wouldn't work then. Yeah, like <laughs> I got like most of my if I'm reading and it's not something for work or study, then right. I just like I feel real guilty unless I'm on a holiday. Oh right, okay, yeah. Oh man, I love it. I can like, yeah, I, I can just get into. I can get into them. Like, so anyway, you can edit this out, Charith, if you Mate, like. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank where you can, for having me. Can... Oh, we still got to do that. Where can people find you, Michael Woods? <laughs> they can they can find me and the Woody Woodmakers. Yeah, at, the Woody uh, Woodmaker bots. Woods watchmaking. Woods watchmaking. Sid. Yourself? Uh, I'm at S-I-D-D-D-P-A-D, Sid Pad. <laughs> Sid Pad, and I'm at Charit Sorry. Sir. And, of course, you can find Fifth anything about Fifth Risk on Instagram, at Fifth Risk, or check us out on our website, fifthrisk.com. You know, jump on, make a review, and check out all the great reviews on the website currently. There's some really good ones coming on all the time. And, of course, check us out at Fifth Risk Radio, wherever you get your podcasts, like, review, and subscribe. Michael, Sid, always a pleasure. This is the crew. We're going to get Alex back in. I think he's going to miss, start missing. He's missing being a part of this, so we'll get him in. And yeah. we're, going to do, yep. we're going to have to do a mega one soon. Have to get him back in. Yeah, Let, that's I'll, it. I'll take a break with some reading and you guys get Alex back in. <laughs> Make him feel better. <laughs> that bad boy special that we've been talking about for a while yeah oh, i can't wait all yeah. right wait. guys always yeah. good take care michael yeah. enjoy the break and of course yeah. everybody Thanks. stay on time denzel baby <laughs> my man i'm thirsty i want a beer what about you you want a beer